It is the decision real time. This this episode is going to have three people on it only. Trace. We got Tiffany here tonight, which is nice. And we got my man George. 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 Hello. A special kind of episode. We've had some scheduling issues and whatnot, but we're here. We're doing it. It don't matter. And it is spooky season, folks. <laughs> it's close to spooky season. <laughs> it is fucking spooky season, all right? All right, it's spooky, it season. spooky season. I'm glad we're on the same page. Thank you, yeah. Tiffany. Thank you. Yeah. That's fine. Whatever. Well, um, okay. Yeah. But we're here. We're we're doing a movie that George picked last week. Good um, choice. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Uh, George, what what movie are we doing? We are doing Hereditary. <laughs> well, no, you got to do it in the voice. Hereditary. Ooh. Perfect. Is that all right? Yes. I don't know. That was that was good. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm liking it. So you can watch this movie now. On streaming services, but not for free anywhere. Unless you have Showtime, so you're paying for Showtime, you can watch it on there. Besides that, you can watch it on Sling TV, Amazon Prime, Vudu, YouTube, Google Play, Apple TV, and Hulu. But you got to pay for it on all those services. I own this movie because I love it so much. Well, obviously, if you bought it, you can watch it. But you're not watching it for free because you had to pay for it at one time. Yeah, uh, yep. <laughs> You're correct, sir. <laughs> I, I, I have a Thank firm you. grasp of Thank the obvious. <laughs> Thank you for explaining how <laughs> buying things works. You know, I'm we here. We're all wondering. I'm here to to help you out with life. Thank you. I do want to point one thing out. My wife is drinking a bottle of wine with a straw. I bought these straws I'm on purpose. I'm so proud of you. Are Look there, at that. Are those straws specifically for wine bottles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy like yeah, they're yeah. super long. Good goddamn. Yeah. To fit through the neck. I got those last. Christmas at uh, the World Market. We're not talking about Christmas right now. We're talking about Halloween, and that's it. Yeah, Spooky yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow, slow, <laughs> one thing at a time, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We are right. devolving in. But, hey, before we get into this, I want to say, hey, anybody who out there who is listening, thanks for listening. If you could, please go on our social medias. Give us a like. Give us a favorite. Maybe go on our, our, our uh, Apple's uh, podcast. Give us a review. Anything like that would be definitely appreciated. Uh, we're trying to make this thing happen, and I think we're we're... Starting to trend upwards here, oh, and, man. and things are going pretty good. Gaining so. traction, if you will. Gain, gaining some traction. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, tell us, like, uh, you know, movies we've done that you dig and stuff, and uh, ones that you hate specifically. <laughs> maybe, sure. maybe recommend some spooky season movies, because, uh, you know, that is my, these are my, fa- horror is my favorite genre, so we're about to mm-hmm. delve into some really, really good ones. And we uh, delve. Not, not enough time in this month. There really isn't, and no. and uh, this is an A24 movie, and as you guys know, I specifically very much love A24 films, and uh, the next one, the next horror movie I pick will probably also be it. I'm thinking... What thinking, else is there? It, it, I, oh man! If you look through their catalog, it's it's. I don't think I've ever. It's looked like up. a solid like forty percent horror, maybe more. It's all psychological horror. There's yeah. nothing well, that's yeah. like over the top. 
slasher type horror. So that movies. one we watched the, closest, the other day. The closest thing Malignant. would be like yeah. would be yeah, like it yeah. follows. It's yeah. like the closest uh, thing I can think to like a monster movie. You mm-hmm. know? So hey, I looked that up. That is not A twenty four. It's not? No, you were thinking of um another one, something it what something at night. Um, it comes it at comes night. night. Oh, that's not that's A twenty four. That's that's psychological. I don't know what horror. genre that. Have you seen that? Yeah. I don't really. God, I guess it's hor- it's just horrible. Like okay, the things that happen in that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, not really horror. Scary. It's horrible. It's just the things that happen. You're like, oh my god, it, I can't believe that these people yeah. are put that, in that this gave position. Me Austin Powers uh, vibes there. What? He's like a horrible. <laughs> horrible. It, it it's that movie. Horrible. It comes at night. Uh, I would recommend it as like a one time viewing. Oh my god, the killing of a sacred deer. Has anyone seen that? No. no, just another. I don't com- even think I heard. Wait, completely fucked up movie. Uh, that one is definitely a twenty four. I think I'm getting. I I think I see the tr- uncut like the- gems was done by a twenty four. Yes, wow. yes, it was. Yeah, see, I, I, I will Bird. say to 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 our listeners, uh, <gasps> I specifically am interested in doing an a twenty four only podcast. Um, and well, just we could do a a twenty four podcast super, series. Yeah, and getting right? super deep into just those movies. There, there, so, are, there are enough that you could do it for a while and get some good movies done. Val, yeah, it was produced by a twenty four. And then I remember my, saying that. one of my favorites, X, X uh, Machina. Machina. That's a great movie. That movie is Love so that good. Movie. Yeah. So, so good. hey, we, we kind of touched into something there that I want to talk about. Is we're thinking about uh, starting a Patreon. And we're thinking about ideas for the Patreon and, and, and what other people could listen to and whatnot. And I think that's a great little segue there is we could do an A24 only Patreon episodes where that's one of the, the Patreon tiers is we're going to have it where we do just A24 movies and talk about those and delve deep into them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, fellow fellow like uh, film buff people out there, talk to us, you know, about about the things, your favorite directors, you know, any any films that you consider real real pieces of art, like like I would consider a lot of A24, most mm-hmm. of them. Well, you to know, me, yeah, to yeah, yeah. About that. That's, I mean, I've never we are your people. I've never heard of most of these movies, to be honest. Well, that's because Ma- they're not mainstream, right? They're, well, they're not okay, getting mainstream so, worldwide releases. So I, I think of them as, like you said, like thriller, like... Many of the, them are. Yeah. Psychological. Okay, so yeah. I'm looking through the list, and uh, one random one is the John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch, that uh, show that he came out with. That's Ter- terrible. I love John Mulaney. That's A24? Yeah, it's, they produced it. It yeah. wasn't. I didn't like it. No. Anyway, it was too out there. But you know what? I give them credit for giving somebody the ability to make something they want to make. And if I like it, okay, cool. If I don't like it, whatever. But somebody's out there probably is liking it, and that's John Mulaney. Mm. So getting back to this movie, hold on. Anyways. Has anybody seen what? The Lighthouse? <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking love The Lighthouse. Oh my fucking god! Are I you literally fond- just had <laughs> that on my phone. You're fond of me, lobster, aren't you? <laughs> I was. I I'm, it looks familiar, but I'm thinking of a different movie. The one with Leonardo DiCaprio, where he goes off. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Shutter what? Island. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is completely different. This no, is. No, I know. It just two dudes in a lighthouse and shit gets fucking weird. Shit gets fucking weird. <laughs> but I love how that movie's shot. It's not even in like four by three. It's like four four because it's like square. Yeah. Yeah. Right, the aspect ratio, uh-huh. and it's just like it almost like one of those old school crank movie, whatever, where it just looks super yeah, old and in, crazy. It's in black and white, correct? yeah. Oh. And it's literally, isn't it just Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson? That's it, yes. and they're on this island together. And Robert Pattinson said that, uh, like it changed how he sees acting working with Willem Dafoe 
Well, yeah. So like he's bringing a lot of that into like the Batman, you know, that he's making now. He, he's 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 like I wasn't an actor before. It, I don't know if he like quoted that, but like that's the energy I got from the things he was saying. That like I'm well, about it. I'm here to watch he, it. He's like considers himself like a much better actor after working with Willem on the Lighthouse. I will have to watch it because I got a ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to, I don't think you're going to like it. I kind of want to, I, I, I have I kind of want to watch it with you. It's yeah. bizarre. It's the most bizarre movie I've ever Let's seen. Let's not spoil something for I think it. I would yeah. be more entertaining to watch it with, just seeing my reaction. Right. The yeah. actual hey, movie. Hey, going into the Patreon again, thinking about doing watch-alongs and stuff like that That'd and movie great. commentaries. Especially with like somebody who's never seen it before. Yeah, that would be funny. They would mostly be me then. Yeah. I would have to. So I, I have that movie downloaded. We can watch it whenever we want. You're fond of me lobster, aren't you? <laughs> The movie's so good. That? Yeah, it's Willem Dafoe, and he talks just like that. Can, can I say one thing about Willem Dafoe? Yeah. The first Spider-Man movie, he's amazing in. Yeah. What? Why am I and like, a blank here? I want to watch it just for him. I haven't seen it probably I, in fucking 15 years. So I hate Tobey Maguire. I think he is... Something about his face and the way he talks just turns me off okay. to like to get off my screen. You know what I mean? I don't but know if I'm a big fan of him. I love Willem Dafoe. Look oh. at that face. He looks crazy. Is, he's an incredible actor for sure. Wasn't he in the one about like firefighters or something? No, you're thinking of Dennis Leary. Oh, they do uh, have and a they similar do look, faces. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, okay. They got like that Joker-esque look. My bad. Man, I've seen like mock-ups of uh, Willem as, yes, the Joker. as the Joker. Can you imagine Robert Pattinson, Batman, Willem Dafoe, Joker? Holy <laughs> shit! Let's make it happen. Let's do Let's it. Send some emails. All yeah. the decision real listeners. Send Let's some get emails. it. Let's <laughs> spam all ten them. Of us. Yeah, all, there's <laughs> dozens <all> of us. <laughs> Literally. I will say this though: uh, the Batman Arkham Asylum video games. Even though that is um, Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill doing the Joker. His face looks like looks like Willem Dafoe. He's got those like cheeks, like the sunken in cheeks, and all. Yeah. He, he looks like Willem. Yeah. In those games, the stories in them to me are like some top tier. Bat- Obviously, they're grabbing the stories from the comics and whatnot. But uh, they're 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 pretty original though, man. I will admit. I mean, from what I know about Batman, I've read a sure. lot of Batman comics, man, especially all the big ones. But I really do like it, those mo- their movies, those games. They're the really first good. One, the first one is my favorite because sure. it's uh, it's like. Uh, it feels like a roller coaster ride in the same way that Bioshock does to me. Oh yeah, 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 you yeah, know? yeah. You know, cla- claustrophobic. Like I don't really like the open world as much as the the claustrophobic environment of the first one. Okay, my brain's percolating right now. Another Patreon thing, we review video games. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But but story wise, not we're reviewing a video game for. Okay, we're doing video games. The game. same no, way no. we do the same way we do uh, movies. Except, yeah, yeah. It's Dude, just the story of we, the video game. You know what we should do? Fucking Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Officer Hunt, Ten boy. That shit was good. Yeah. Anyways. Dude. Okay. Hey, getting back to this movie. We're <laughs> I hereditary think I found folks. My Twitch channel. Oh, oh Jesus. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Here we what, go. What, hold up. What, so what is it? Me playing video games. Right. That's what Twitch is. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Duh. But what? But like for the story, like story oriented. Yeah. Don't I skip guess. any cutscenes or anything. I guess so. I've always wanted to do that with like Metal Gear One. Just don't skip dude, a single cutscene. Dude, I was playing Metal Gear One the other night uh, when she was looking up stuff for the cabin. I was sitting down here. I got to the point where we're going up the stairwell. <gasps> yeah, it's, I probably haven't done that in twenty fucking years, man. Fucking love Metal Gear. All Best right, game of all time. You know what? Best game series of all time. I will say in my top five video games, it Metal Gear Solid One is in it, and Metal Gear Solid. Either two or three are like so close. No, three. What three, about Red Dead uh, three Redemption? Be- no, no, three is just like. Three but beats I love out two. two by a lot to me. 
I don't, Gameplay I don't like, wise, I don't, like I don't like riding at all. I don't like riding either, but I like the story that's there, and I like everything that that game represents and where we are in the world today. Where that story basically said, "This is where we're going." Yeah, and it had it no got, idea. It was right about everything. Yeah, which is it was so meta, weird. and it was so over the top, and, and everybody Kojima went, "Is a, like a prophet." Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a genius. I will say this: if you have you ever played the new game he's got, the um, Death Stranding, uh, Death Stranding, Mm-mm. it's preachy, it's long, it's boring, but it's worth playing, dude. I, well, I just haven't been playing mm, a lot of video games get for into a while. That one. Like I didn't want to watch it. Usually, I want to watch. The yeah, yeah. Well, it's not one of those games that like you want to watch it. It's a game you want to play, and he's basically doing a meta commentary on the way the world works right now, which is no one's working together. No one's helping each other out. So this game, you need other players to help you do things. You don't need them to complete the story, but if they help you and do stuff, it helps you beat the game easier. And the fact that people work together without actually playing the game together is so crazy and so different than anything that's out there. I got to give them credit. Mm. So anyways. (laughs) We still haven't talked about Hereditary. Hereditary. (laughs) Sorry, guys. We're 15 minutes in. This is the synopsis. Synopsis. When the matriarch of the Graham family passes away, her daughter and grandchildren begin to unravel cryptic and increasingly terrifying secrets about their ancestry, trying to outrun the sinister fate that they have inherited. Look at me talking. Mm, good Look job. at you. Proud of you. Didn't stumble over a, th- a thing. Thank you. I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> oh, man. So I this mean that that's a that's a that's a it's a tough movie to say what it's exactly like like to define it you mm, know yeah it's, it's a tough movie to put a synopsis around I'd say because mm-hmm. there's more to there's a lot more to it or but there's not really no. so at the it's core not a simple story at the core it's a simple story what's going on here I'm cutting out uh, at the core of it the story literally is struggle family struggle and suffering right. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. going through a traumatic event in which their mother passes away, whatnot. But there's so much backstory to these characters that we don't know about. But it's there. You're seeing it on their faces. You're seeing them go through all these problems, but you, we don't know what those problems yeah, are because we weren't going there. Through grief, mm-hmm. right. exactly. And then it turns into something more. Yeah, yeah they're going yeah. through. They're going through this this grief scenario. And they're trying to deal with all these emotions, and then more things keep happening, and then they're discovering things about the grandmother that are fucking yeah. them up. Yeah, I will say this, and I haven't said this before on this podcast, but I'm going to start saying this when we uh, do the intro. Spoilers, obviously oh, yeah. spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Every episode is going to be full of spoilers. We're watching the movie and talking about the whole thing. We're right, getting into right. the spoilers if, right away. And this mm-hmm. movie specifically, like if you have not seen this movie, stop this podcast. Watch it, yeah, and then come back because seriously, we are gonna ruin it for you. It will, and and like horror movies specifically, it it's just gonna make it so it's you're never gonna want to watch it. If mm-hmm. you don't watch this movie before listening to this podcast, heads are gonna roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> <See>. <laughs> right there, there she is. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie has uh, this movie has some seriously shocking gore. Yeah. You know, but no, it's, like it's not even top, gore. Though. It's not, not, not gore. It's just terrifying imagery. Yeah, that's the way to put it. Literally, the most terror. Like it, it gave me nightmares. I was up several nights. Like, yeah, the most terrifying imagery I've ever seen in a movie. There's three shots in this movie that makes my skin crawl. I, I just thinking about it in this moment in your lighted basement, like, gives me the creeps. Yeah, this was only the second time that I've watched it. 
And I, I enjoyed it even more so this time because I caught on to, like, stuff I missed last time. But, like, I had to go upstairs for something. Not going to lie. Creeped I, out? Yeah. Yeah. What were your three parts, Steve? So my first part is, obviously, when he's sitting in his bed and he wakes up, and in the yes. background, his mom is just fucking yeah. Spider-Man and that like, shit. Literally, I just got shivers just thinking uh-huh. about it. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. The other and part. He doesn't even know she's there. Uh-huh. That, and you that's, don't really know what's wrong with her or anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what's so creepy about it is at this point, there's no uh, psych or uh, uh, like there's nothing saying that this girl or this woman is going to be crazy, right? Or is possessed or what have you. Because the whole family has had weird shit happen to them at this point. Uh, you know, except for like the dad, basically, who's just been like suffering. That poor right. man. He just I, wants I, everything to be normal. He just wants a normal God. family, you know, and, and he starts turning his back on everybody because he's just so overwhelmed. Yeah, I no, 100%. I not say that he's turning his back on everyone. He, he just, he doesn't believe anybody anymore. You know, uh, or so his wife. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But then, like, they have that dinner, you know, and mm-hmm. you, you just feel bad he, for him. He just wanted normalcy. He just wanted a family. And dinner. it was never going to happen, you nope. know? Nope. Because of the stuff the grandma did. Mm-hmm. They, there were so many. It was, it was like a Rosemary's Baby situation. So Ooh, many. Nice. So many forces were in cahoots mm-hmm. to fuck this family up and to. When the. Okay. When that cut happens. Daytime to nighttime, outside the house. Did yep. you see all the people? Yeah, I just I, I sitting didn't, in I the didn't woods see that until the second time. There's yeah, like yeah, dozens yeah. of people surrounding the house, mm-hmm. butt naked. Yeah, I, I'm like, close that door. <laughs> yeah, do you remember that dude standing yeah. in the doorway? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. just smiling. smiling. So if yeah. you remember I'm that shivering. guy, like somebody walked me out to my car. Like, uh, yeah, that yeah. guy is at the funeral. So when she looks at the mom the or, or the grandmother in the in the coffin, and I'm she like. Out. In in the in the the foreground goes to the background and that, there's a guy just smiling at her. Stop. That's that guy. Okay, mm-hmm. I'd like to let everybody know that I am a. Can I tell them? I'm afraid of the what? dark. I'm gonna admit it. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I'm so I'm quarantined right now for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm surrounded by a glass case. I'm in a glass case of emotion back here, <laughs> and I'm all I alone. I said that earlier. <laughs> I'm all alone. All alone. And I'm like, I have no comfort. I They're gonna get us isolated. first, bro. <laughs> I, I, and there's like all these dark. There's a dark door to my right. There's a dark door to my left. And Look, like, we, this is not a safe space. We literally have every space. light on down here. It's still, <laughs> there's still little shadowy areas and I've been working all day and I'm really tired. Aww. And we're talking about the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. And, and you know what? And it's, and I'm like getting literal shivers just I'm, talking about I'm gonna it. I'm going to say this it's about. It's been months since I've seen it. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say this about the movie. You watch it and it doesn't seem scary. You think about it and it's, it's scary. It's not jump scary. Not that's like what makes it. Nothing yeah. jump scares you. Yeah. No. No. And that's what makes, to me, that's the, the beauty of this movie and the genius of this movie mm-hmm. is he wakes up and you're not, you're looking at him, right? And all of a sudden you go, what the fuck is that? And nothing, it's the mom. Nothing goes boom. Right. Nothing no. does anything like that. And no, again, up, no until that, up until that point, there's nothing about her to make you go, she's the fucking crazy one or she's the one who's possessed or whatever. She's just the mom um, the whole time. You know, oh, there, there are little moments that, well... I mean, she's obviously mentally unstable. The yeah. dream she has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's nothing showing you that she's going to be a threat. hanging or, off yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah. ceiling right, right, right. like Spider-Man, okay, right? So in, in, and when it, she crawls away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's just gone. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Amazing. Movie. I, I wish Brent was here because like, he hates horror. He's, I, he, hear I don't opinion. think he would ever watch this movie. You don't, he no? said he would watch it with me if we held hands. 
I'm gonna hold him to that. I'll fuck. Here's the thing, too, want, right? We, like he has to watch it, even even not for the podcast. Like uh, we have to watch it with Brent. Yeah. Oh, I'll make him do it. It's a group thing. We'll do yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, we go to the cabin. I, I'm gonna be here too. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be there. Don't do it without me. Okay. Or never I mind. will we'll be do. super offended. I will be offended. So, I will never be on this podcast again. That's I, not true. I think that uh, maybe something that would give um, away that she's kind of mentally unstable or whatever you want to say. Sure. Like in the beginning, where she wears the necklace, the same as her mm-hmm. mother. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's like, would you say it's like a cult kind of thing? Well, obviously it's a, it's a cult, but it's like a, uh, I think it's like a coven. Yeah, there you Mm -hmm. go. Or, or a a church kind of thing or whatnot. Mm -hmm. I don't think that shows she's mentally unstable. I think that her mom could have just said here, wear this necklace. But it means something. So obviously maybe when she wore it, maybe. Well, okay. So let's go back to her sitting, excuse me, in the, the first time she goes to the, what do you want to call it? The uh, therapy session or what have you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She sits down and she starts talking about her mother and how her brother hung himself because of the things her mom tried to do to him or yeah. her dad died early or whatnot when she was born and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all because of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's planting the seeds for later about the fact that they tried to make the demon into her brother first. Mm-hmm. What did the mom do at the end of the movie? She's literally hanging herself by cutting her own head off. Mm-hmm. This is getting to the second creepy fucking thing for me for this movie, and that is when he walks out of, or he jumps out of the house and falls on the ground and the demon goes into him. We see like the the, the light, whatever. He gets up and looks and the mom's body without the head is just free floating in the air mm-hmm. without like anything moving on her and just kind of goes up and into that cabin or the treehouse. Tree mm-hmm. And all those Woo. people are up there. Woo. Yeah. And the great when they find the grandmother's body. Yeah. That didn't freak me out because I was less like, you even said it when we watched it where the dad was like, I smell something, you know, yeah. weird or whatever. I was right. like, uh, and then about the whole, the, the gravesite has been decimated and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, shit, mm-hmm. something's going on. And then again, this was the, I think this was the third time I've seen this movie. We watched it literally before you showed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it was my second. So I don't know if you watched it um, a different time without me. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, I, I, I know I watched it more than twice. Mm-hmm. So, just thinking about other things and stuff going on in the background and whatnot. And the yeah, fir- like uh, the writings on the wall. Mm-hmm. That was never explained. What writings on the wall? You didn't notice that? Those, Tell me. The names. So, she even wrote, wrote them in the miniature as was well. It, was that what it was, names? There were words. I, I can't remember they were what like they were. Where on the wall? Where on the wall? So, like in the girl's bedroom. In the, ha- in the house. No, I wasn't didn't it on it. like her bedroom? Um, was it on her daughter's bedroom? I'm I'm writing it up. So the writing on the wall the whole time throughout Hereditary, the camera draws our attention to a mysterious words scratched into the Graham's house walls, including Santony, Lift Oach, Pandemonium, and Zazas. The film never explicit, explicitly explains what the words mean. Well, she also, so you know how she made um, the the little, um, like, miniatures, right? Yeah, yeah, That yeah. was her job. The little dollhouse things. But she made a point of painting one of those words on one of the miniatures. Oh, shit. You ready for this? Hmm? Reddit comes through. 
Okay. So you know when that woman, the Joan woman, is outside? Oh, when yeah, I fucking hate her. Yeah. When when um, uh, Peter is outside just sitting. What was that? I'm going to go lock that door. <laughs> go oh, do it. at school. Okay, yeah. So he's sitting at that, the, I guess he's eating lunch outside, and the, the woman, Joan, is literally yelling at him. Right. She's saying those words that are uh, written on the wall. My mind's blown. Right. So basically, those words are used to call out to, the yeah, demon. Yep. Well, do not okay. repeat them, sir. I've seen Evil Dead. Like, oh, I love the that. Necronomicon. Me too. Maybe we should watch uh, <gasps> Evil Dead the remake, twenty seventeen. I think it's that. dude, dude. It's twenty thirteen. Yeah, I had to look it up today because I had a friend ask me, "Hey, what mo- what's a good horror movie to listen to or to watch?" And I was like, "Dude, Evil Dead the remake is great." And I was mm-hmm. like, "Let me make sure I'm going to give him the right year." Because you know, yeah, if yeah, I say yeah. Evil Dead, 2013, ouch! That's wow, tripping. That, you're tripping. That ouch! Me either. I think we watched that together. Did probably or like we went and saw it or something. Yeah. Because wow. I know we went and saw that at AMC Lexington Park. Wait, I can't remember. I love that yeah. fucking movie, so dude. Maybe do the fucking chainsaw at the end. Maybe I'll skip an A24 movie. Yeah, and oh yeah. Oh, but I love I'll that movie. So swallow this bitch or something <gasps> like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, me too. And and the fact that. We're, we're getting way off topic. I don't give a fuck. The <laughs> fact that the Evil Dead movies are so camp and amazing, mm-hmm. in that movie they went, nah, dog. We're going all out. All out. And we're making it Gore real. horror. That is the probably my favorite gore horror. I don't really like gore horror, but I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I like camp gore horror. Mm-hmm. Right? That one's not really campy, though. That but movie no, no, no. Like, owns it. It's got some that campy does, moments, yeah, yeah. but it doesn't, uh, I wouldn't call it campy. Dude, when she's in the shower... And she fucking like oh, is cutting her fucking man. mouth open. Oh, oh it's so part. good! And then the the fucking bread slicer or whatever through the hand and all that oh, shit. That was a little cheesy, but it's awesome. But they nail it. Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling much better now. <laughs> <laughs> or isn't there like a part where the dude gets uh, fucking stabbed in the eye with a, a needle? A bunch of times. She yeah. keeps stabbing him in the eye and like, oh, okay. Well, uh, that might be my next pick. So that's I got, also top, I got, top I got, five favorite horror movies. I got of all four time. parts now of this movie that creep me out. Hereditary. Yes. Okay. Let's Another part it. is he goes up into the attic when he's running away from his mom, who's going crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you start hearing like the knock, knock. Knock, knock, knock. Oh. And it shows her fucking destroying her face. Oh, yep. Upside on the, down mm-hmm. on the ceiling. On the ceiling. Yeah, that was a little freaky. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just thinking about it makes me like. I'm shivering. Yeah, I'm dude. Sh- I'm like, I have shivers. Ooh, it's going to be a long night. It, yeah. Yes, I'm scared. <laughs> I love the fact that this movie makes you scared thinking about it. Uh-huh. Not watching it, thinking about it. Yeah. There's so many scenarios. So the third thing, I didn't say that first, was in the beginning, she's in her mom's room. She shuts the light off. Her mom's there. Mm -hmm. And you're just staring at it. There's nothing calling to it. There's no, like, music. There's no swell of anything. There's no nothing. Just silence. You're staring at her. They they don't fucking fake it either where they're just like, oop, maybe you saw it. Mm -hmm. Boom, right on her. Then she switches the light on. She's gone. So for we so had the, we had this conversation. I've felt that before, and I asked him if he believed in stuff like that, and he said no. Whatever, it's just your mind psyching you out. But I swear to God, when I was like younger, I I've just I I felt like I've seen someone standing there like that. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think when we're younger too, uh, we're we're more prone to those kinds of things. You know. Yeah. Our imagination like, is a little mm-hmm. wilder. And like I'll say, like right now, I'm really sleepy. Like my imagination is, uh, I was gonna say, I'm I've, getting carried away with it a little I, bit right now sitting here. I it, felt it feels it like as that. I was older too. That movie does 
inspire those thoughts in, mm-hmm. in a person. You know, it inspires those feelings, mm-hmm. which is what horror is really about. And it's why this is my favorite horror movie. Mm-hmm. You know? So I have a thing in, in Alien to Me or Jaws. The first one. Sure. Those two movies are the epitome of horror movies. And why is that? You do not see the monster barely. Yeah, yeah. So Alien, it, you don't really see it until the very, very end. So it's all about your imagination, mm-hmm. right? Because what you can imagine is scarier than anything they could ever put on screen. Exactly, because you know what you're afraid of. The guy who's making the movie does not. Yeah. So if you can keep it in the shadows as long as possible or not show what's going on, your brain is going to interpret whatever the fuck you think is scary and make you scared of what's going on. And before we... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut no, you no, off. No, no, go for it. And before we go too far into it, it's why, you know, while I love Midsummer, it will never be uh, even even comparable to mm. Hereditary. Mm. We both watch that movie at the same... Obviously, we watch every movie pretty much at the same time. Something about that movie just made me go... It dragged for what? me, too. And I just felt like it was going to... Like, I'm like, okay, so here here's the part where it's going to get to something, right? And nothing happens. And, and yeah. Yeah. I was waiting for a twist that slow, wasn't there. Slow burn. Because I saw it happening, right? I saw every part of that movie and where it was going. And I get it, right? Like, she was the the being used and whatnot, and they brought her to this place she didn't want to go. But in reality, they get fucked, and she's the one who's, you know, whatever. What it's really about is their relationship. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really about how shitty this guy is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Why, Like, he should have just broken up with her in the very beginning. Right. Exactly. Right. Sure. But... I get it, but it's so long and it's so drawn out. And there's some cool sequences. There's some really trippy shit in there. There's like faces in the trees and stuff like that in the background that nobody really realizes until you watch it back. Hmm. I've seen it twice. I heard the director's cut adds a lot to it and makes it better. Sure. I have the director's cut. It's like a, I think it's like an iTunes exclusive. It's probably like three and a half hours long. Whatever. I would watch it just because I'm a, like a fan of this kind of movie. Sure. But I. Uh, I was excited to watch it, but I watched it and I was let down because I was waiting for a twist. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's on me. You no, know what I mean? No, no, no. I uh, I mean, if it doesn't offer a twist, what is it offering? But that, that's fine. That's just the, the way the... Well, okay, so you take it back this way. The way the movie was framed made me think a twist was going to happen. And I figured out the movie, so I was like in my head going, all right, if this is what it's going to be, where's the twist? The twist never happened, so I knew it was going to happen. So... It's not as good as it should be to me, mm-hmm. but that's just saying. how I'm portraying the movie. So mm-hmm. somebody else who's not waiting for a twist isn't going to hate it as much as I. Well, I'm not saying I hated it. I just didn't like it as much as I probably should have. Yeah. I'm with you. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah. I, makes sense. I I, I I can't say a lot to defend that movie. Like I enjoy it, but I'm not going to sit here and defend it to anybody who doesn't enjoy it. Um, and it certainly isn't a, a favorite in the way that Hereditary is. The reason. Mm-hmm. And just for our listeners, the reason we compare them is that they're both A24 movies and they're both directed by Ari Aster. Oh, and what gets me to the next point is who this was written and directed by, Ari Aster. Ari Aster, who is very talented. He also has a YouTube short, um, I forget what it's called now, Um, something about, here, I'll pull it up. But um, He's got a lot of short movies, short stories, whatnot, and he has another movie that's in development that's coming out next year. I don't remember the name of it, but it's looking like it's... In the same vein, obviously, it should be. If he's just like M. Night Shyamalan, you make a movie and everybody knows you for it, you kind of have to stick to your shtick. I will say that, uh, you know, Hereditary was a great departure, or uh, uh, Midsummer was a great departure from Hereditary, in that they were both, you know, 
they were they were different enough. It's it's not like he just stuck to like the M Night Shyamalan. I'm gonna make a great story. I agree. I'm gonna make a twist. Like I don't know. Well, so and that's the other thing too with that movie is you watch Hereditary. Maybe that makes me go, this movie should be just like Hereditary, right? Because he made it, whatnot. Looking at it, it's a completely different movie. I don't think Midsummer is a horror movie. No. I think it's a. It's not even a thriller. I don't even know how to describe Midsummer. That, that psychological kind of thing, right? Something, something like that. I mean, it's certainly it's certainly disturbing. Yes. On uh, for so many reasons, and so I mean, on yeah. so many points. Maybe not as not as shocking as Hereditary is. Um, and and because no. there are individual moments in Hereditary that are shocking, the oh, piano yeah. wire to the Shock. neck, Ugh. which she yeah. navigates herself. Dude, dude, it is okay. The most shocking, disturbing thing I've ever seen on film to mm-hmm. this day. It's because she's hanging there in the air, right? She, she it would be right. different. Floating though, right? Yeah, yeah. She's floating. She's, she's not floating, right? And she and you don't know what she's doing, and she's just staring at him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the mo- I'm I'm getting shivers just thinking. It is the most disturbing imagery I've ever seen in my life to so, this day. And then when he jumps out the window and he's on the ground, what do you hear? Oh, the head fall. Oh, the rolling <laughs> of the head. Yep. Mm-hmm. Roll, roll. Boom. Yep. So fucking good. This movie makes you think about the horror. It doesn't show you most of it, albeit some parts. But again, thinking about it later, you go, fuck. You know what? I'm sorry. You got something? No. All right. You're good. Check this out. (laughs) Yo. So a good story is told, show, don't tell. You know, you don't want exposition. Mm -hmm. You don't want somebody telling you the story. You want to uncover the story for yourself. Horror is almost the opposite. You yeah. you want to imagine it. It's another level above that. Don't you don't want yeah. you don't want to be shown the horror. You want to imagine the horror. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's way worse to me. Yeah, hundred times worse. worse. And the issue is right now is since probably I would say nineteen ninety nine, maybe two thousand three ish till now, all the horror movies have been shock horror or have been in your face. Most of them, yeah. You know, look at the paranormal activities that blew up. Everything like that is literally just ah, in your face yeah, and I'm you're not scared. Say I can't enjoy those like for for a moment and stuff. I yeah, like yeah. them too, right? Or if you look at the Conjuring movies or it's the, fun, uh, it's fun to put on, you know, and 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 get jump scared with your friends. But right. but is this real? I would call hereditary art. You know, it's it's truly yeah. truly hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I I don't stay up nights thinking about paranormal activity. No, mm-hmm. no, not I'm at all. creeped out watching this movie. Yes. I'm entertained watching. A horror movie. Now that mm-hmm. is a way to put it. Exactly. I, I, am, I am terrified of some of the imagery. I, I will forever be disturbed by like I don't like I almost don't want to show people Hereditary because I'm like yeah it's gonna fuck you up for sure. Like mm-hmm. it literally is gonna fucking traumatize. You're gonna think about it for years, right? Yeah. The same, like the same way uh, Texas Chainsaw fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. The, this this the original one, Texas Chainsaw. This one yeah. did it worse for me, you know. Yeah. And like I won't show this to somebody who isn't already like fucked up by movies. I you got know? you. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It, that that's talking to basically the way movies are right now and the way movie studios work. I'm gonna go back to a movie that I've talked about now and we talked about and we watched the other day that the fucking world or the internet is just killing right now. And that's malignant. Yeah, you've been mentioning it a few times. Wait, was it <coughs> that or the 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 night one? No, no, it no. It was the other one. I thought. I know malignant. Malignant is the horror movie. Yeah, I liked right? that one exactly. But mm-hmm. the internet is bashing the fuck out of it because they don't understand it. They think it's supposed to be the Conjuring movie, or it's supposed to be this 
uh, uh, quick scare, jumps, whatever. The internet kind of hates hereditary sometimes too. Like, but that like and why? Why? Because they don't get it. Exactly. Yeah. They're yeah. going in looking for a cheap thriller horror movie, right. and it's over their head. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I, I, it. When I think about The Conjuring, I'm like. Okay, this is a step above like paranormal activity. Exactly, but it's but still in the same it's still vein. Very much just jump scares. Right. Yeah. It's 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 it, nothing about it is truly disturbing. Nothing about it is art. No, mm-hmm. it no. is it is a popcorn horror film. Exactly, that and is that's not what Hereditary is. Right, and that's right. what the entertainment industry banks on right now because I don't even they know, know I'm it entertained makes entertained by Hereditary. But should you? I'm just like scared of it and and disturbed by it. I don't even know if I like it. Like that's how <laughs> fucking scary and fucked up it is to me. That makes sense you because know? it's an art piece. It's not a movie that you're going. Oh my god, this is crazy. You're yeah. going. What the fuck am I watching? What just happened to me? Right. Yeah. Like if, I'm different. I'm fucked up now. Thanks, movie. If a movie <laughs> makes it, it you moves me exactly. If a movie makes you think about it more than a day, to me that means it's impacted you and it's more than a movie. It's a piece of art that you think about and is part of your life now. Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you right? leave the theater for The Conjuring. You and your friends are like, oh, man, remember when this happened? Remember right. when her face, oh, blah, blah, blah. You leave fucking, you leave fucking hereditary, you are silent. Exactly. You you're not talking. You're not because you're right. all like, what the you're, fuck just happened to us? Right. You're you're contemplating whether sh- that fucked you up or that that's fucked up. You are thinking, yeah. Exactly. And you were thinking about when you get to your house and you've got to go from your car to your house and it's dark outside and you were scared. Ugh. You're just sitting in your car. That's you're like, yeah. I, I, fuck this. I, I'm going to sleep in my car tonight. That Ugh. is what kind of fucking movie Hereditary is. Yeah. I want to say something too you know? about that. And I thought was. I'm glad we're all on the same page cool. here, guys. <laughs> I thought was something really well written and well shot and so human was he comes home <gasps> on his bike. He gets out of the uh, off his bike and he's staring to walk in in the house and he just can't walk in the house. The mom is waiting to leave but she can't leave because she's waiting for her son to come home, right? Mm-hmm. But now she sees him and it's like, I can't leave. I got to wait for him to get in and you can just see that like I can't fucking go inside. Like I can't face my mom. I can't face what just happened, you know whatever. And he walks in and then she just turns the car and leaves. Mm-hmm. It's such a real written and shot. Wait, when did that happen? His bike? So after he, we haven't even talked about this yet. I know, yeah. there's so much to go. <laughs> it's weird because not that much really happens in this movie. It's a kind of a slow movie. Yeah. But everything that happens, there's so, says so much. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to talk about mm-hmm. about it. So, it, no, because he was in the car. No, no. So after that, right? So he goes back to school, whatnot, and a couple days go by. And he comes home. I don't remember because where the, he was. Because when he comes home... After with with her in the back seat, still. yeah, dude, yeah. he doesn't even look at her. Yeah, he, he and he just goes and goes the, to bed. Yeah, yeah, because could, could you could you the reality of that? I mean, like that's so real. No one's gonna be like. I would be Whoopsies. like that. I, I would not be able to look in the back I, either. I don't yeah. know what I would do. I would immediately go to a psych ward and be like, "Somebody fix me!" Before I don't know what is about to happen. So yeah. I'm gonna say this: I'm not safe to be alone right now. Yeah. Real quick, this is starring. I want to go through this so we can talk about it. Yeah. Tony Collette is Annie. Alex Wolf is Peter. Millie Shapiro is Charlie, Gabriel Byrne is Steve, Mallory Bachet is Bridget, Annie Dowd is Joan, and Christy Summers is Charlie's teacher. Now, Tony Collette and Alex Wolf, I think, are two of the greatest actors. Alex Wolf, who who? He is Peter the son. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, he's incredible. Them yeah. two make this movie so good because of the way they act without saying a word. Yeah. Okay. When he fucking 
hits that fucking telephone pole with her head, and he pulls off to the side of the road and just stops. There is not anything said or done in like two minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm in that se- like that scene like, holy shit, because of his acting. He sells that so well, and you feel what he's feeling for him just to take his foot off the brake so slowly and just go, I'm going home. Like, what else can he do? Right. And then the cut to the Her. head. Oh, yeah. The cut is shocking. Mm-hmm. Can it I? S- absolute. And th- there's no jump scare. Mm-mm. There's nothing jumping out to get you. It Mm-mm. is just the most shocking, disturbing shit you will ever see in your there's life. There's no big gong yeah. or nope. anything Cause with. Because they, yeah. they know they don't fucking they don't, need it. They don't need nope. it. Nope. Just I want to say this. You're going to ruin your life without it. Yeah. Dude. I didn't know this until this, uh, see, um, when I watched it tonight. Her head is on the fucking wooden person at the end inside the treehouse. Yep. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, it took my second viewing to see it too. This yeah. movie, this movie, despite, again, despite it being the, one of the slowest movies, you know, no jumps, it deserves multiple rewatchings because there's, <laughs> you know, you guys told me about the writing on the wall. Yeah. I've seen this movie a couple times and I very much love it. So, didn't notice that. I'm sure if I watch it again, I'll see more. Uh, what else? Um, when she's in the car. Right? And who's she talking to? Do you remember that one part? She's talking to someone in the car. The mom is. After it all happens. And the headrest. Oh, Joan is comes up to Joan her. Joan did? Okay. Um, so in the, the parking he- lot. The headrest is gone in the passenger seat. But then later on in the movie, it's back on. So it's kind of like a symbolism. Hmm. Uh, you know what? They have a lot of that kind of stuff. Also, the marketing for the movie. Mm-hmm. Is always just their heads. Yep. I was just going to say the poster of the movie is literally her or the daughter and the mother with their heads. That's it. And then not, you know, not headless. Right. Obviously attached to their bodies. Mm -hmm. But it's very clear after you've seen the movie, you're like, it's just their heads. And those are the Mm -hmm. two people who get decapitated in the movie. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about this for a second. The cinematography in this movie is so good. Like there's two shots that make my fucking jaw go. Oh, my God. How can you, like, how do you even think of this? The first shot of this fucking movie where it's showing the room and it just pans over and zooms in on the model home or the, the miniature house, right, and goes all the way into his bedroom and, and literally just cut. in one shot and it's literally his room and he just wakes up mm-hmm. when his dad comes in. How is it, How is that even a cut? How is that even Film. I know, I know how, how you yeah. do it. Do it. I know how you do it. It was amazing. It's simple, yeah. but it's amazing. It was amazing. The other cut. He's sitting in school after he's gone through. I I don't know if this is the next day or not, but he's sitting in school, and you see from his perspective him look up and see the rearview mirror. You're still seeing the school. Yeah, you're seeing I the chalkboard this. and everything, but he's looking up like he's driving the car, and he sees her fucking body without the head on. Mm-hmm. That's such a good scene. Tell me that's yeah. not the best, the best uh, PTSD you've oh ever my seen God. on film. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, because he's not dealing with it in the moment, and then that shows you what PTSD is. You're he, right. Yeah. He, he, anything he he goes, it's intrusive thoughts. He goes back to that moment exactly. without even asking for it. Nothing triggers it or anything. He just goes back to that moment and feels all those emotions like it, like it's happening to him right now. Yep. So truly, good. truly terrible. So good. What a great movie. Uh, like this doorway is creeping me out. <laughs> From that scene when that guy's smiling, naked, standing in the doorway. I can I can see his smile now. That just it's the creepiest grin. Just yeah. the most evil grin you've ever seen. How do you think they, they casted that? 
All right, look, guys, we need somebody with a creepy ass fucking smile. Next, next, this guy That's right the here. That's the one. guy. Get naked now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we need you to strip it. We'll give you five hundred bucks or something. Like, just strip it. <laughs> give me a smile. No, 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 no. Bigger, bigger, bigger. No, last big. That's it. That's, That's guy. The this one. guy. I like it. Oh, so this is produced by Twenty Four Palm Star Media. Sorry, A Twenty Four. Don't know why I missed You're the welcome. A. Palm Star Media, Finch Entertainment, Windy Hill Pictures. Okay. Those are all places that produce things. Okay. But, okay. Uh, can we talk about this? <laughs> sure. It, it didn't get nominated for anything, did it? No awards, nothing? We're going to get to that. And no, it did not. And Did it premiere I, at film festivals? It premiered at one film festival. We're going to get it. We'll, let's right. go through this. We've been talking about this for a while. We yeah, can get yeah, through well, our notes here. I feel here. like we just had so mm-hmm. much. To, I'm You're glad right. We all mm-hmm. have so much to say yeah. about mm-hmm. this movie, you know? So this is rated R for horror violence, disturbing images, language, drug use, and brief Graphic nudity. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to see that dude's dong. I don't want to see all those dudes' I dongs. I don't understand what the point of everyone being nude was. Just d- just for more disturbing. disturbing. Yeah, yeah, disturbing I mean, images. It, it's true. It, 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 it are was. you disturbed? When uh, the, yeah. Those, those yeah. lights on, lights off cuts <laughs> oh are God, so just good. too fucking uh-huh. much. I will say this. Um, in the first, one of the first shots of the movie, it zooms in on the treehouse through the window and zooms out into his room, and then he wakes up. And I was like, fuck. Amazing. Because we're going there, and you're showing me we're going there. I am mm-hmm. fucked up by this movie. Like, <laughs> literally, every, every time I, you remind I, me, I get shivers. I know when you leave, you're going to be screaming, walking to your car. Uh, yeah, fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> making me come in the fucking back door, man. This sucks. Fuck me, my car! Give me a flashlight or something. <laughs> so the runtime on this is 127 minutes. It feels longer than it is. It it's, does feel yeah. longer. But, a, I mean, it's a long movie. It's a two-hour movie that's long, yeah. and not but, much happens, really. But in a good way, it feels longer than it is. It feels because like dense. That's what I'm saying. There's so much mm-hmm. there, even though there's a lot of part, lot of parts of the movie where there's nothing happening, There'll and be there's no... without any dialogue. That's what I'm saying, or either music, even. Like, yeah, there's yeah. nothing, right. just you're staring at the screen. And it, I mean, for a long movie, it kept my attention. For sure. You know? And it's because you just feel something watching it. Like, mm-hmm. you're like... Dread. dread. Yeah, yeah, that's constant, exactly what it is. Constant dread. You know, you don't trust Joan. You don't no, fuck yeah. that lady. It's you know? and you know what? It's her her eyes. She just looks not lifeless, but like just empty. I think she just she's a great actress because she comes across as inauthentic to me. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell she's lying. Mm-hmm. But she's like a good act like she's acting like she's she's obviously preying on this woman, you know? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Oh. Here here's a good look, right? When the first time she goes to her apartment, she looks down and sees the the uh, welcome mat, right? And it says Joan or whatever on it. And she's like looking at it like, what the fuck is this? Then she goes to it again and they show it again. Why do they keep showing it to you? Then in the end of the movie when her she's going through her mom's shit, she's pulling out those different welcome mats for her and her son or whatever. And they have their names on it. And you're like... And then it keeps showing everything, and you're like, God you're damn like, it! You're like, she knew her mom. She was oh, yeah. part of, mm. yeah, but 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 this woman presents herself like, oh, I, I you know, right. like, like I'm just a helpful. Well, she stranger. said that her right. sons died, but she recently, her, she never, her son she and, never, and, yeah, she didn't reveal all the you no. know, details because right. she's a liar. Yeah. She wasn't in that um, circle. If you look back to the movie, oh yeah, I don't remember her exactly. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. She grabs her as she's trying to drive away saying, oh yeah, I was here and I heard your story and blah, 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 blah. She, she wasn't fucking there. It's so well done. Mm-hmm. So well done. Wow. Mm. The release date on this guy, 
January 21st, 2018 at the Sundance Film Festival. U.S. release or worldwide release, June 8th, 2018. I figured it was Sundance. What a, what a, that's a big difference. You know what I mean? January to June. Like for a lot of people to see I wonder why that happened. There's been, so it's funny. Were there a lot of edits you think? A lot of changes? I don't think, so a lot of movies do this thing where they'll get made and they'll sit for a bit. And then it's like, okay, we need to figure out the best way to release it. Or we're going to release it at one of these film festivals, see how it does. And if people like it, okay, we'll fast track it and get it out. If some people are hot and cold about it, then it's like, okay, do we need to redo something, make another cut, whatever, and then they might release it. There's a a famous thing with uh, the New Mutants. It was shot in like 20, I want to say 16, 17. That movie still isn't out. It came Mm -hmm. out last year. Oh, shit. Yeah. It was when, uh, what's her face, Macy, what the fuck's her name, from Game of Thrones? Okay. This yeah. smaller chick with the, like, the short hair. Yeah, yeah. She was like really big during all that. Sure. And they filmed that. And then the guy from Stranger Things, um, the o- the young older brother of uh, the guy that gets lost in the second season okay. in the under, uh, Upside Down, he was big then because of Stranger Things. Well, you wait two, three years to release this movie. Nobody and now, cares about them Exactly. Anymore. It wasn't that good of a movie, too. But mm. what I'm saying is there's a lot of movies they could film and they just sit because either they can't figure out when to release them or you go to release it in a certain spot and another movie pops up that's kind of the same. Mm. Or, hey, look, we tested it with audiences and some people like it, some people don't. we got to make changes to it. January's a re- weird time to release a movie like Hereditary. Yeah, absolutely. June is a weird time to release Hereditary. Yeah, they should have waited until, like, September, mm-hmm. October. Mm-hmm. But again, but how do you... But not really. Right. No, because it, it would not have done well. No. Because people as a, are going to go... What, put it up against The Conjuring, people are not going to enjoy it. True, exactly. True. Exactly. So Nobody knows what it is. the best time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So this filmed uh, starting in February 2017 and was shot in only 32 days. Wow. It was filmed... I mean, I mean not, the, many yeah. not much air, happens. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're around the house. They're around town. End of story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, it was filmed in Salt Lake City, Utah, for the most part. Everything okay. else in Utah and a soundstage in Utah as well. Hmm. Budget. Let's take some guesses. Budget. Not much. No, not if it was only shot in one place. And it really wasn't that many places. A couple of practical effects, not too much of that. Probably mm-hmm. probably pretty cheap. I don't know. Less than 10. Yeah. Maybe, I'll just say 10. Yeah, I'm around that too. 10. 10. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. Look at there that. There we go. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Box office then. What do you what are you guys thinking? What it made? What it made. Mm, they brought Ari Aster back for midsummer, but it was I mean, there wasn't a ton of marketing around this movie or anything. I didn't hear about it until after it came out. Right. Yeah, I didn't Yeah. Well, you know, no, no. You know what? Word of, word of mouth is what got me on board with it. I that. remember seeing trailers for it. I remember seeing commercials for it. I remember seeing this big media blitz about this is like the best horror movie that's come out in the last 10 years and all this stuff. They weren't wrong. Yeah. No. Um, I remember that, but it didn't make me go see it in theaters. Mm, 30 million, maybe? 35? Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go 50. So in its opening weekend, it made $13.5 million. That's great. Oh, wow. That's and, and then word of mouth probably took it off. Sure. So it's overall box office. Eighty point two million. Okay, God so I was damn. thinking that. Wow. wow, that made way more than I thought. And Me going to eight times its budget—that's amazing. And yeah. going back to what we talk about with if a movie is profitable, it means it made over three times its budget. Hmm. Profitable, baby. 
Big time. Oh, Barry Aster, what up? Yeah, so that's why they were like, bring this motherfucker back. For sure. Bring him back. We're, we're missing Brent for this one, but this is going to be the top 10 for that weekend. Ten. Mm-hmm. Top 10. <laughs> All right, so number 10, Life of the Party. I don't know. No idea. Number nine, this is one of my favorite movies of the last, like, five years, and if you haven't seen it, definitely on Steve's Watch Movie Upgrade. I think I've seen Upgrade. It's amazing. Dude is in a wheelchair, or he gets in an accident, he's in a wheelchair, he gets this microchip implanted in him, and it takes over his body. You need to fucking watch it. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. I'll add it to my little... Did I see it? Yeah, remember remember when the dude, like, gets up from the wheelchair and he starts fighting people and, like, breaking their necks and shit and going crazy? I gotta look this up. It's amazing. What year did that? So, 2018? 2018. George, this movie's, like, right up your alley. Really? Okay. I'm adding it to my... uh, It's fucking great. Upgrade, right? Yeah. Upgrade. Man, it's my little list here. Trust me, when you see the the guy that's in it, you're like, oh fuck yeah, I remember that. My problem is I find like one movie I like and I watch it fifty fucking times and get everything I can about it until I hate it basically. It's gonna be upgrade next. You think so? Yeah. I'm probably gonna watch Hereditary like ten times until I'm not scared of it anymore. <laughs> 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 Which might never happen. I'm it's probably just gonna fuck me up, and make me eat. Why are they so naked? <laughs> I don't remember, but I will watch it again. You don't remember that? No. It's in uh-huh. the future, like in the not so distant future, the guy's in that wheelchair. And his mom's like taking care of him after him and his wife get in an accident. But in reality, oh no, I'm not gonna go Are say you any fond spoilers. Of me lobster? No, no. Sorry. And then like he gets implanted with this experimental AI chip in the back of his neck, and then it like takes control of him. It's okay. I don't know if this sounds. This I doesn't sound very good to me, but I'm, it's but, I'm, but I'm trusting you. Look. I think I got a pretty good track record with with recommendations over here. True, so. You're pretty true. good. You're pretty good. I'm not going to steer you wrong. All right. What's I'll next? attest to that. What's next? Number eight, <laughs> Hotel Artemis. I don't know what that Anyways. is. Anyways. I've watched that. Don't watch it. Okay. Number seven, Book Club. Mm, okay. Nope. Number six, Adrift. Okay. Mm. Number five, from April 27th, again, this is June 8th, Avengers of Infinity War. Yeah, oh. that movie's fucking good. That's the one we wait. No, we went and saw Endgame yep. at that one. Yeah, I yeah. literally mm-hmm. am not even that big on all. I don't keep up on the Marvel shit. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I catch, I watch one and I enjoy it and stuff. Well, n- not even like I, I don't know. It's I am current, I guess, but I feel like it's more just like cultural osmosis. <sighs> You're like, right. Like You're they're, right. they're impossible to avoid. You're right. I, I'm so like half and half with it, right? Okay. You feel like you have to watch it. Like yeah, the, and the exactly. whole time, I'm like, am I even enjoying this? But right. But I did not feel that way with Infinity War. You know, uh, like yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming was one where I was like, I didn't really like it until that twist. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then I was like, yes, this movie's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Infinity War, that movie's good the whole time. Endgame, same thing. Those movies are really, really good. I like Endgame better than Infinity War, but I like the, the setup for Infinity War. Obviously, it's the same, you know, it's the story that, yeah, yeah. you know, keeps mm-hmm. going. But right. I will say this, and we watched it. Black Widow surprised the shit out of me. That was very good. Yeah. Very good, yeah. That that might as well not even be a, that's just like a like a Bond movie or something. That's very good. Right. Up until the last 20 minutes of that movie, it's one of the best Marvel movies I've seen. Minus, and I'm going to throw this out here, and I'm going to give it my seal of approval. Shang-Chi in The Legend of the Ten Rings that is good? great. It is, n- don't even think of it as a Marvel movie. Until like the last five minutes. All right. It's so That's good. That's what you said about Black Widow and you were right. You know what mm-hmm. though? 
None of them are going to be Guardians of the Galaxy for me. That movie's a, that movie's that movie's like a perfect. You're turn. absolutely That's right. I've ever and you know what makes life. no sense? And we've talked about this. Why is Suicide Squad, the new Suicide Squad, bad? From James Gunn. It's just there's something that's just I, not good it's about just it. Not good right. to me. I don't know why. I don't think I care enough about the fucking uh, the, the 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 characters. I don't. I just don't care about anybody in the movie. The no. movie looks no. great. The They're, movie is shot great. The CG is great. Everything about that movie is great. Minus why I want to watch it. I just yeah. Yep. I just I just mm-hmm. think by its nature, like every character in uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy is redeemable. Yep, mm-hmm. and they're interesting and yep. funny, mm-hmm. and we like them. We yep. want uh, Chris Chris Pratt to succeed because he's funny, right? And it has a great soundtrack. But when you fucking take it over to Suicide Squad, I, they're Ugh. all irredeemable people. It's yeah. literally like uh, the flip side of the coin, well, and it's guys. shitty. Yeah, yeah. I I don't want them to win. I don't want them to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like even the big monster at the end, I like have more empathy for him than I do any of the fucking main characters. Yeah, well, they, because you're right. they fucked his life up. Yeah, he was like, I was happy floating yeah. in space. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted, I want the fucking monster to win. Like, that movie's... I will sucks. say this, though, about that then. That's great writing right there. To make you feel, in one sentence, mm-hmm. for the actual, uh, the main bad guy, you're like, well, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, they did a good job. That's yeah. the with, only redeemable quality that, of that movie. Yeah. That, right. Other than that, that movie is is not good. It's better than the other one. I will say that. Which don't one? E- oh, the original Suicide Squad? Yeah. All right. Patreon, Patreon episode. Agree. We will go way in depth in the original Suicide Squad. You mean I you'll fu- go way in depth. I will depth. go way in depth. <laughs> I fucking hate that movie. I actually don't even no, hate that that no. much. I like, I like the original one more than the new one. Really? I'm, go- I'm going on blast right now. That's I'm the worst. I'm not saying it's any good, but I like it better than the new one. I don't like the new one at all. Tell me how that's not the worst movie ever made. I will fucking fight anybody. We will sit here and debate. Throw me a movie that you think is worse than Suicide Squad, and I will debate you. No, I'm not. I don't. Throw me a movie, bro. I certainly do not have that. Throw me a movie. I do not have that strong of an opinion. Lawnmower Man is better. I will fucking sit here all day. It's not a hill I'm interested in dying on. Watch the trailer for Lawnmower Man, and you'll be like, what? Lawnmower Man's really bad. (laughs) Fuck. So is The Happening. Happening is better than Suicide Squad. I'm not going to kill you. <laughs> Come on, worst acting performance by Marky I will say Mark. this. When I saw the trailer for The Happening, I immediately was like, this could be really good. Yeah, it was I ominous. I saw theaters. I yeah. was like, in. Me too. The whole thing where there's people are just falling off that, uh, sky or not the skyscraper, but the construction onto like the rebar and shit. I was like, oh my God, yeah. this is creepy. And then it turned out like, the, worst the, movie the trees are trying to kill us. Yeah. What? <laughs> Dumbest movie ever. Number four. Hereditary. Oh, so what was the okay. top, top three then? Top three. All right, so I'm going to yeah, tell you, and you guys got to guess. I don't, I don't even care, but okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't care. If, but if okay. my movies, like if our movies, not in it, I generally don't care. But let's do it. I let's feel play you. All right. Game. So top three. We're going to throw this out randomly. Ocean's Eight. Oh jeez. That's the one with the women. I've never seen any of the I Ocean's didn't see movies. That I want to see it, but I haven't seen it. <gasps> I'm not well, a big I'm like heist movie guy. Yeah. I don't care about heists. Yeah, you're right. Agreed. Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, that oh. movie. I love that movie. I don't give a fuck. I love that movie. I, it, for whatever reason, I didn't want to watch it because I didn't want to be let down. I and then not. we watched it, and I was like, all oh, right. That, yeah, this is okay. Yeah, I fucking Donald like Glover, come on, baby. <laughs> don't get me started. That is my man crush. <laughs> dude, yeah. I love him so I much. Even, dude, even the guy that played Solo, I thought, did a great job. Yes. Was he Harrison Ford? No. Uh, no. You know what? He played a better Han Solo than fucking Harrison Ford did in the fucking sequel trilogy. You want to know? Okay, okay, I get what you're saying. Did you know that 
the reason why he was frozen in carbonite is because he didn't even want to do it anymore. He wasn't signed on for the third movie, so they had to do something if he didn't come back. Because he didn't even want to. He was like, yep. he he told him a bunch of times. He was like, "Kill me, kill me." Like I don't yeah. even want to be Han Solo. Uh-huh. He didn't even want to be Indiana Jones. He just he wanted like to be a humble carpenter. Want, he, that, literally, yeah. He was just a carpenter. Yeah. Like how do how do you how do you do what? A, <laughs> How come shit like that doesn't happen to me? What I know, right? <laughs> Just pluck me from obscurity, please. Yeah. I'll be your leading man. All right. So, and then also we got Deadpool two. Oh sh. All right. This I, is a stack. I know mine. I know top mine. Top three. I'm gonna say this. This is June eighth. Star Wars came out on May twenty fifth. Deadpool May eighteenth. And what was the third one? I'm sorry. Oceans eight. Oh jeez. I'm gonna say that was Sandra Bullock, right? I'm gonna say so Star Wars, Deadpool, Oceans. Okay. I'm going to say Deadpool, Star Wars, and then Oceans. Number one, Oceans 8. God damn what it, I knew hell? it. I fucking knew Number it. two, Star- Solo. Yeah. And number three, Deadpool. And what I think that's sh- only because Oceans 8 came out that weekend. Okay. Oh. Right? Yeah, that and makes sense. You got to think, the top two of the top three were already out for like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, May 18th for Deadpool and May 25th for a Star Wars story. Solo. I'd still watch those two movies over that one. I, you know what? I have it over downloaded. The Ocean's Eight. Ocean, I love yeah. Ocean's Eleven. I love the 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 uh, the sequels to those. I'm Something just, about oh, those I'm movies. Over that stuff. I get it, but you know what? If it's on TV, I'm fucking watching. Aren't they it. long movies? How long are they? They're like two hours. They, the pro- they my just, problem with heist movies is I just can't keep track of the heist. I just am not interested enough in a heist to be like, oh, look, they did the thing with the fucking diamond or whatever. Oh, but he tricked him because he fucking blah, blah, blah. I, I'm not paying enough attention. I don't care. What was that movie we watched about the zombies and they had to go under... Army of the Dead? Was it that one? The new Recent, one? On, they go underwater? Yeah. yeah. Not No, not underwater. They had to go... To that, uh, they had to go to Las Vegas. Stage. Oh, the yeah. new Zack Snyder one. It's not good. Ah, oh, but he no, did, but I, okay, dude, so he when made I'm, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead is great. Which is like the best zombie movie in like decades when that came out. Yeah, yeah. dude, I love that movie. And uh, then he made this, and it sucked. There's great parts, and there's great. It wasn't terrible. Well, you didn't finish it. Were they fast zombies? Yeah. Yeah. But there's so much that's there that they don't explain. There's robot zombies. And Zack Snyder comes out and says, there's robot zombies in this movie. They don't fucking explain it. That turned me off right there. Right. That's weird. Zack Snyder is so fucking hit or miss. I swear to God. When he has a movie that's a banger, it is an absolute, 300, absolute fucking banger. Mm -hmm. One of the best movies you'll ever fucking see. Mm -hmm. You're right. But then when he has a miss, it's like a real miss. Have you watched the Snyder Cut? Uh no, I've seen parts of it. It's four hours, dude. That's what I'm saying. How I got a friend. Do I, I don't sit in front of the TV that long. Ever, yeah, I got a ever. friend who uh, said, "Dude, you need to watch it and then watch it again in the black and white cut." I was like, "What the fuck are you doing we with your life?" About, I think we talked about this in the podcast one time. Yeah. It's like I'm not committing eight no, hours plus. Then I'm no. going to want to compare it to the especially Joss Whedon one. Right? You're, I'm not committing ten hours to something that's probably not good for even one hour. Mm-hmm. I watched the Joss Whedon one and I went, "This is fucking shit." I'm not paying. I'm not putting any more effort in my life towards this movie. I don't care if the Snyder Cut is way better. I don't want to deal with it. I don't even want to know that why it's better. Put that out first. Yeah, I I, I literally have no comments. Like, yes. like, <laughs> And I am a DC fanboy. I love Batman. I love Superman. Like, I uh, I do love that shit as far as, like, comics go. But um, I certainly... Oh, look, it's done. Beautiful. Got a lovely Lego oh, 1989 Batman. Batmobile. That took me a while. Mm-hmm. It's sick, man. Yeah, yeah. I, saw it on and the, then, I saw it on the table a couple times after, you know... Once I weeks. got done with that, Lego released the uh, the Dark Knight one. The Tumblr. The Tumblr. 
Gotta get that. They, I don't know gonna, where I'm gonna put it. Are they gonna release the Batman? Maybe. You know the Bat? Yeah. The, or the Bat Wing? No. Well, they got the Bat Wing. They need to do the from the cartoon. Oh, oh. You're gonna make me watch that. It's on HBO Max. The cartoon is so good. It is. It's better than it needs to be because you know what's crazy. Right to be that good. It's it's an adult cartoon made for kids. It's like a noir fucking. It's so good. Yeah. Art Deco and shit. I love that fucking shit. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna start watching that again. It's very. We need to finish Spider Man. There's a couple cheese. Okay. There's a couple cheese ball episodes, but for the most part, that show is very fucking good. Well, there needed to be cheese in that. Uh, fucking Batman, Mr. Freeze, Sub Zero, that movie, so good. So Mask of the Phantasm, mm, so love good. it. So on my list of movies to do, I do have Batman Forever, and I want to talk about that movie because it's so bad. It's that it's so good, so bad. Yeah. Batman and Robin is at least entertaining. Yeah. But, uh, see, see, I disagree. Batman Forever was just boring for me, but I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Batman and Robin was so bad, but it was it's, funny. It's great. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. I, it's so entertainingly bad. But I want to do movies like that because. I feel They're like that's your. I feel about. like that is your wheelhouse. It is exactly my wheelhouse. <laughs> he I love bad, good, like yeah. good, bad, good movies. Yeah, uh-huh. that's me. Yeah, that it, certainly is. I will watch. I think sometimes you get a little confused and th- <laughs> and think they're actually good. Sometimes, <laughs> but I, but we love you for it. I don't care. <laughs> as long as I'm entertained watching something, it's good to me, right? Uh, I'm with you. I got you. Even if it's the shittiest thing that's ever been made, as long as I'm like, <laughs> dude, this is great. Like I, I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Going back to that malignant movie, I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. Defend this movie. It's not I will watch good. this. It, it is, is spooky season, and yeah. it's a horror movie, and it's new. I will be watching it. It is not soon. good, but it's a campy 80s throwback movie, and I was inner-fucking-tained watching it. I'm a little tired of that specific What? That trope. hasn't that hasn't happened in forever. I don't know. I watched that, uh, the American Horror Story season of... Uh, no, don't watch that. Which one? I'm Which not super into American Horror Story, but, mm-hmm. but I liked the one that was like the throwback uh, 1984. So I never 84. watched it. Oh, I didn't see. That I like that season for a minute, but it, that show just gets so carried away with um, itself. I, 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 I stopped watched the one with Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Gaga. Um, yeah, hotel. That one was good. I like Gaga, and that first episode is very sexy. But I, uh, I think that's the only episode I watched that I did like her ass is out the whole time or something. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, this this might be good. And then, <laughs> and then this I, might be good, but it, but it wasn't enough to keep me going yeah. for the whole. Uh, I no, I watched all of American Horror Story until I got to the circus one, and I got like almost to the end of that season. I went, oh, this is killing me. The show just it just gets too wrapped up in itself, and it's just it just ends up being silly and melodramatic. The to first me. season is great, the uh, the murder I, house I, great. The next mm-hmm. season with the kill kill face or whatever. I, the fuck I, his I, name, I don't. I stopped watching. I, I I don't. Yeah, I didn't. Mm-mm. Well, it doesn't matter. Hey. Tomatometer time. The tomatometer. Tomatometer. We're gonna the go tomatometer. audience. We're gonna go audience first. <laughs> what do you think the audience score is? Oh. The audience score of the tomatometer. Oh god damn it, George. We need to sit down one day and do all these. <laughs> oh baby. So I can hit buttons. <laughs> it's you know I think it was just my Duke Nukem voice. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll, it's it's not that far off. Oh god. my I need to play Duke. Here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. You, you sound ball, like uh, gum. Right. Randy. Uh, what's his name? Randy Saint. Uh, Brandon St. Randy? Brandon St. I don't know who Randy. that is. You've seen Zach From and Mary? Zach and Mary. Oh. Bro, we, <laughs> that episode just came out. Eating in the second of yeah. the sack. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, Mutton Rovers. Rovers. I love that movie. I do too. That's like one of those, if there's nothing going on, I'll just throw it on. It's a pretty good movie. Oh, I'll yeah. absolutely watch boom, that boom, all boom, the time. Boom, boom, boom. What were we talking about? Tomatometer? Tomatometer audience, <laughs> audience score. score. Okay. Audience is... 
I feel like did not appreciate this movie as much as they should have. I'm probably going to give it like a 67. Of the I'll, I'll say 73. 68. Ooh. God damn. Wow. Look at you. you. Know what? I probably, maybe, maybe this is somewhere in my subconscious because yeah. I did a lot of research on this movie a long you time ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe somewhere in my subconscious I'm remembering because I'm normally not this good at sure. this game. All right. But we are also talking about my favorite movies in the world. So yeah. let's go critics and let's see how good your memory is. If, if, if that's where it's coming from. Uh, critics, I'm probably going to give it like a solid 90. 90? Okay. I'm going to say 90. I think they really liked it. Okay. I'll do 83. I'll go up a little higher. You ready? Yeah. 89. Whoa! Oh, look at you! I'm never this good. Look at wow. you! Wow! <laughs> okay. Now, I will say this. The critics got this movie right. God damn, yes, they did. 89, I think that's borderline right it's where fair. it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd put it I'd put it as a solid 9 out of 10 as one of the best. It's, it's, it's damn near a masterpiece. I would say this. It's not a horror movie. No. No. We we already established right. but it, that. But but is it scary? Is yeah. it disturbing? Yeah, yeah. It it's not a horror movie because like it deserves to be called something better than that to me. Like, yeah, you're I, right. You're not putting it in the same genre as as the fucking uh, the Conjuring and all that shit. No, mm-hmm. it's it's something else. It's transcending that. Yeah, I don't even know what you'd call this. Good. I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good art, you know. Uh, just, Good. Just fantastic. The quote for for George on this episode. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. We All like right. it. Let's uh, we let's like guess it a lot. Let's do the IMDb score. Let's guess that. I like I like IMDb usually that. what? Out keeps, of 10. keeps with the usually keeps with the audiences, I think, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's it, it, it's a score from the audience, right? Like I can go on there and yeah. give it a score, so. I don't know. I but I feel like if you're an IMDb person, you're a movie buff, and movie buffs generally have different tastes than like casual audiences. So, I don't know. Maybe like a 86. So eight eight like point that. six. I was gonna say eight. Oh, oh, it's that it's kind out of ten. Rating? Yeah, it's out of ten. Yeah, sure. Eight. Uh seven point nine. Seven point nine. Seven. Seven. Yeah, I'm around that. I'll do seven. Seven point three. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I would go through the uh, who's your favorite character, who's your least favorite character, bullshit here. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I don't think we can for this. We can definitely say what's your favorite scene, but so I, we as play far this as one a little different. Yeah, because like. What are you gonna say for favorite character? Like they're yeah, all no, nobody's like entertaining. That's Nobody, what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, well, I, I, I would say the mom though, just because she she she's a great actress. And but is that the character? That's what I'm no, saying. No, and she not. becomes such a victim of this thing and doesn't even know about it. You know, mm-hmm. she's not a part of the coven, and why not? Why was she left out of it from her mother? Because you know? they wanted a male. To oh, latch on to. So right. you know it's really weird. You know the part where she goes and she turns around like one of those um, miniatures she makes, I'm, and it's literally, literally her trying to breastfeed, but the oh. mom's taking her tit out too. Yes, that to me is showing something more than what the movie is telling you. It's basically showing that the mom, sorry, her mom is willing to do whatever she needs to do for her kid. She even said, "I didn't want you," right? I wasn't willing to do this. I was tricked into making you, or not tricked into, but I was forced to have you as a, as a child. Mm-hmm. And then when she was talking about the, the daughter, she basically said, I just gave her to my mom. Mm-hmm. To me, that's showing like, holy shit, like what the fuck? So she was being used almost to like get an heir for this fucking demon. Yeah. yeah. Again, Rosemary's yeah. baby. Yeah. That's 100% what it is. 
Uh, uh, have you guys seen Rosemary's Baby? Yeah, no. uh, not not in a long time. But I yeah, would say I skip Rosemary's Baby. To, this is to this is to our listening audience. Rosemary's Baby is very dated. Uh, I saw it recently for the first time. Um, it's about you know a woman and like uh, basically the whole well. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to tell you what the whole thing's about. Skip Rosemary's Baby. Skip There's it. a movie called Lyle. Lyle. It's basically a remake of Rosemary's Baby, except it's fucking good. Okay. Rosemary mm-hmm. is irredeemably stupid in Rosemary's Baby. Irredeemably. The whole time you're watching it, you're like, she almost deserves the horrible things that are going to happen. But again, her. that movie was made in, in a time where camp was a thing. and It was like like the 60s. like And, and women were viewed differently. That's what I'm saying. And so yeah. certain things she's doing. Or, it's just or, yeah. dated. It's yeah. just not a good movie anymore. But if you look at like The Omen. I've never you, actually seen The Omen. You've never seen The Omen? Mm-hmm. So that movie, yeah, albeit it's sort of dated, but there's things that happen in that movie that could still happen today. Or even The Exorcist. Like... Sure. I'd say The Exorcist is just, again, and it's kind of like this as far as just disturbing imagery, regardless of anything else. The imagery alone, the voices, the way it sounds and looks, just disturbing. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. But uh, Rosemary's Baby is not, that's not the case. It's just irredeemably, she's stupid. She's stupid and it's not good. It's not a good movie anymore. So skip that one. Skip that. Watch Lyle if you want that kind of story. Lyle is very good. Very, very good. Sure. So again, well, we got the favorite part or scene, but should we do like most disturbing part or scene to you? Yeah, sure. All right, take it. <laughs> I'm, okay, I, I'll talk if you want me to go. If you want to think. Uh, well, <clears throat> I, I want to do better than this. You know, I want to say I'm I'm smarter than this, or, or, <laughs> or it's or it's gonna. You know, I'm I'm more clever. But but when she's got the piano wire around her neck, dude, like yeah. it's disturbing. Yeah, her face. While she's doing it is what's disturbing. It is too fucking much. Like, you know, I could say the guy in the doorway probably scared me more. He, on, on he my, he's pointing to our doorway. Because it, it makes, <laughs> cause it makes me, it, I, it's got me creeped out right now yeah. talking about it. Uh, Want we turn the light on? Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it, that scared me most the second time I saw it. And maybe every time I watch it, it'll be something new that scares me. Mm-hmm. But nothing will ever hit me as hard as the piano wire scene. That was just, I will never forget the way I felt. It truly, it like gave me, it like traumatized me. And again, it was a lot. It comes out of nowhere. There's nothing. Yeah, sure. She cuts the fucking head off the bird. You can't Her head see comes it off. coming. You right. do not know it's going to happen. Right. You There's see the. no indication of anything like that. You think maybe she's going to attack him. Right. Yeah. Because well, she's, she's trying to. Yeah. 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 Crazy yeah. shit. Screaming at him. And right. Slamming her head. No. She fucking cuts her own fucking head off. Yeah. No. It's fucked. It is a fucked up scene. Yes. It's the most disturbing. Again. Yeah. I said this earlier. I'm going to say mine. And that's after that. When she's floating into the treehouse is even more disturbing. I'm not going to disagree. Because it's lifeless. And it's just like fucking just almost peaceful the way she does it. Yeah, exactly. It's creepy. It's almost like resolution. Yeah. When when he gets up there, you're almost relieved that the demon has been summoned and the nightmare is over. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. I said this when the movie ended. I was like, so what happens now? And I love that. Yeah. That it ends where like hail paimon su- right hail paimon right like mm-hmm. it's like where do you go from here do you even make the mo- an- another movie no you fucking don't you just let it that's it the Roll demon credits. has been summoned mm-hmm. exactly like and he's walking the earth king paimon amazing what do you holy got? shit dude holy shit 
God, this Oof. movie's fucked up. I Audiences mean, I, watch I, it. Yeah, I agree with both of you. Um, another one was what you touched on earlier, where she was, well, he, he sat up in his bed, and his mom was, like, on the corner there, and then she, like, kind of floated away. Uh. So he didn't well, see Well, there's even, her. so even the crawl, and, and she's doing this. Yeah, oh. and, then, and then, like, that part where she's chasing him up into the attic, and then, you know, banging her oh, head against man. it, and then the... So... Another thing we haven't even touched on, too, uh, obviously we haven't talked much about uh, the daughter's head getting punted, Mm -hmm. but when the dad just lights up. He throws the book in the fire and lights up. She throws the book in the fire. And he doesn't even believe in any of this stuff. Uh He just wants his family to get back to normal. And he's going along with some of the things she's saying because he supports his wife and he's a good husband Uh and father. Poor guy. And and, but eventually he's just like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I I just can't anymore. I love you, but I can't. And 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 he blows up on her. And then like, even when she's talking, she's going crazy on him about the, the, his mom or her mom in the, in the attic. And he's like, okay, whatever. And then then he he opens it there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he thinks she did it. Yeah. Because he's like, you, you're off the fucking deep end now. Right. Because what, what am I supposed to believe? A fucking coven of witches is trying to fuck up my whole family that I'm fucking balls deep in this fucking coven? Absolutely not. I think my wife has lost it. When her mother died, she lost it. Yeah. Yeah. and I mean, that's that's, how else would you see that? Occam's razor or whatever. It's like the most reasonable explanation, of course. So then getting to the next scene, when he comes downstairs after waking up and she's on the ceiling and whatnot, and he comes downstairs to see his dad fucking torched. Torched. Fucking just burnt up, you know, used up. Crispy. Is that the first time in the movie we see something that could truly be considered like magic? Like unexplainably. You know, everything else is like, oh, he saw his reflection. Okay, no, go, no, 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 go. You know, maybe that was just hallucination. Like all these other things could just be PTSD mental games. That is something that physically happened. Well, the first time you see something is the chalkboard. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Mm -hmm. that. So that's the first time you see it. But again, you're seeing it from her perspective. So maybe, okay, she is crazy. No, and she's making it up. I think you're right. I think you're right because Joan's there too. And. It went exactly like Jones said it would go. Sure, and then she comes home, and then she does it with the glass, and the glass so it's not moves like it was and whatnot. A game, right? And Joan we do was playing on her exactly, and we do see the the book getting written in as well. You're right, I did forget about. It. I, like I said, it's been a little. I guess it's been six months since I've seen this movie. Maybe. Sure, whatever. But again, then you see him looking at his dad all crispy, and <laughs> she's in the back again. Up on top of the fucking ceiling, Whole just time. chilling, just sitting there, and it's so just well done her to do something, and she's not going to. No, she's just there. Well, she does. Mm-hmm. That's when she does kind of run after him. But but that's she's on the floor then. <sighs> right. Oh yeah. But what is she trying to do? Right. That's she forces him up. Jump scare. Yeah. She forces him upstairs, and then she starts beating her head against the door, whatnot. He sees where his, her mom was, but his face is there on a picture with his eyes gouged out. How does she even get in the attic? That's the question, right? Mm-hmm. She's just there. She's just there. And yep. she's sawing that fucking head up. Now, when, <laughs> head up. when when he goes up in the attic and he's looking where the mom was, there's another person up there. In the background, there's a person naked the wo- the standing woman? up there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Right? Yeah, yeah. But again, it's not centered in the screen. It's nothing's drawing attention to it. It's just there. You yeah. know you can it. miss it. You notice it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Again, it's it's the imagination. It's you finding the horror. Exactly right. You know? right. And then you could see it. You could not. And then you see what's going on. And then all of a sudden, like oh my god, it's the, so good. It's the worst part is like the the sound happens. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what is that? And it's piano wire, so you can't really see it. Right. Mm-hmm. 
and it's so mm. slow. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's, it is it is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen on film. It's amazing. So I, I mean, good. I've seen some disturbing shit. Yeah, it's, it's up there. Up there, but the way it's done, how visceral it is, her face, she she's not reacting to it, right? That's what sells it for me, that it's just like, I'm doing this now. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. her, how would I say, her not selling the fact that she is into this the entire movie, and then all of a sudden she just, even when she's going crazy to her husband about it, saying that all this is happening, you're like, fuck, this is going crazy. She's on our side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. then all of a sudden, no, she's not. No, she's fucking not. Yeah. And then, god damn, this movie's good. Have we even talked for one second? No, we haven't about the fucking dinner scene. No. The best, one of the best acting performances I've ever seen. The from mom? everybody. Yeah. Specifically her, though. Yeah. The faces she makes, she is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Oh, it was my phone. Oh, oh Jesus. My god. <laughs> no, yo, you're right. I even said to her when we're watching it, like, amazing acting. And then the son's reaction is even very genuine. So good. And he he's, doesn't even say he anything. So desperate. He's he's crying like a child. Yeah. He's so desperate for it to not be the way it is and she's mm-hmm. and he does it again. He does it a couple times in the movie because he's Later, obviously yeah. broken as yeah. A, oh, yeah. He's broken yeah. as a human being through most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, even like in the beginning before anything happens, you can tell there's something going on. Yeah. Right, like he's not a hundred percent. The family is already, yeah, strained. Messed, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. The, they're all very unhappy with each other Just, in different ways. So, okay, so the 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 conversation that sh- the mom has with the son, where he's like, "Hey, I'm going to go to this party tonight." Mm-hmm. is so real. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where he's just like, well, I'm just going, okay, no drinking. Well, yeah, we're not, how can we get alcohol? We're not old enough or whatever. And she's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Take your sister. Obviously, he doesn't want to, Yeah. but okay, I'll take her. And he brings it up at that dinner scene. Like, why would you want me to, you know, take her or whatever? God, this movie's so real, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's what makes it creepy. Yeah. yeah. That's what it. makes it believable. Right. Yeah, it really right. sells it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the family drama. It, and, and, and if you, you know, I think if many people look at their own families, there are, there are things that are uh, almost irreconcilable that we all deal with in our own families, you know? Yep. And yeah you know so what's the best part about this movie what is it called hereditary, hereditary. what does that mean i think uh maybe it's about generational trauma yeah right Passed so along. what goes on in this movie passed down from the grandmother to the mom to the son right mm-hmm. hereditary mm-hmm. but what is exactly passed down i don't know when you listen to the story right it's the mom had a brother they tried to do it with him he hung himself whatever the father even too said he died before the son was even you know born or whatever so they've been trying to do this i don't think i don't think hereditary is the problems they're having with them whatever it's the fact that they're trying to summon this demon through their hierarchy mm-hmm. that's fucked man so yeah. Which is weird because they could just stop trying to summon the demon. They could just stop trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everything's fine and they could just live normal fucking happy lives. So what it, is the deal where there's this whole coven of naked people trying to summon this? De- what is the deal? Right. So they don't ever explain it. They don't ever talk about they, it. Yep. They show one page of one thing for a split second and it shows a person sitting on a mound of riches. That's it. That's um. it. It's the whole, the whole thing is 
for the the maybe maybe somebody in the family was wealthy before or maybe they'll earn wealth because they're summoning Paimon. Mm-hmm. That's fucked but up. But again, what is Paimon even the demon of? He was a jester, right? He was like Loki. He was a... Uh, is he? Yeah, that's what it says when she's looking mischief. in the book. Um, yeah, a, a, a demon of mischief or mm-hmm. something, right? I mean, I mean, in Christian, in like Christian theology, uh, mythology, mythology, whatever, what, yeah, whatever theology. you want to call theology. it, yeah. whatever you want to call it. I mean, depending on what you subscribe to. Uh, good, good. I like that. Uh, he, uh, I mean, so good, good, good. Loki is like the you know the master of lies. He's the bad guy, mm-hmm. right? Well, that's also Satan. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it, you know, the prince of lies. Yeah, the, the trickster. Is the worst, the worst of the demons. I will say, I thought the part where he literally smashes his face into the desk mm-hmm. is the most telling scene in the whole movie. Explain. And it's showing that the demon is taking over him and he is a trickster. What is he doing? He's sitting there smirking at him right yeah. before he does it, too. Fuck you, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Smack. You, you, you are out of control. I, exactly. I have you now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, yeah. my God. And he la- he's smiling at him. Yeah. And that's, Ugh. I think, the last yeah. thing he does right when it all ends. He smiles again, right? Yep. Yeah. Right at the very last scene is him smiling. Yep. Man, Such a good what movie. a fuck. I'm literally, like, the, I'm glad we're talking about this because I'm getting so much out of it right all now. All right. So going into this, were you entertained? Hell Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was entertained. If I was more moved, you're moved. It. You you cannot look away because because yeah. s- something. I hey, don't know. We, you, you I'm sorry. I I would say hell yeah, I was entertained. Yeah, and you know what else? It's weird. We didn't talk about the daughter kept making those uh, figures, and then at the end, sh- her head was literally on one of the figures. That fuck, I didn't even think about that. Great. Making right. Oh. So okay. So when she goes to Joan's apartment at the end and she's knocking on the door and it zooms in and shows his face in between a, a a pyramid and then it has like all these figures around it. Those are the same figures that the daughter is making right. in the beginning of the movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. I I did notice that right? my second viewing. I did notice. That. And what she just touched on, I didn't even think about the big thing with her head on it is just like one of those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that either. Mm-hmm. Great, great point. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's a disturbing looking thing too. More disturbing yeah. intimate yeah. injury. Just just her eyes. They're like light up. Yeah. Yeah. Disturbing. Ugh. Fucked up. I'm gonna have some great dreams. Great dreams. Tonight. Here's another thing and I said this too watching it is you see the head at the day after or whatever it is. I don't think that would be the day after. Maybe a couple days or I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's all those ants and everything over it. Mm-hmm. Well, then when she's having a hallucination or she's sleepwalking, what does she see? Those ants. Her son covered in covered ants, in ants over yeah. her head, over yep. his head. Yeah. Yep. Amazing. You would never, ever, ever. This movie is just PTSD for like, the, like you would never live any of this down as, as a person if, if you saw those things. Right. Yeah. That, How I mean, could that, you? I mean, that's why the son, I think that's, maybe that's why the son like kills himself because like jumps out the window. He's like literally so terrified and he's, so yeah, well, traumatized I mean, and broken. Yeah, I would be too. He's literally just like end literally all of it because I will never recover. Yeah. There is no well, I will it's either dead or in a nut house in a straight yeah. jacket forever. Yep. I mean, yep. he he's even saying when that's happening like I wake up, he's slapping himself like I have to be dreaming, right? And then he sees his mom sawing her fucking head off. What does he do? He's like, I, I'm going to jump out of this window. He eats and himself out of the window. Wake- <laughs> right. Yep. Hopefully, he's, he's probably just thinking, hopefully I wake up or yeah. die. Like, yeah. this has to end. Mm-hmm. This nightmare has to end So one let's way be real. Another. Did he die? Because he jumps out the window and then they, I think so. he's laying down. I think he dies and, and he has and, to and, die and, for Paimon to inhabit his body, right? Maybe. Well, what it says is it takes over the most vulnerable. 
So, so the he, whole thing is to terrify him yeah. and break him as a as a yes. human being. Exactly. Yeah. God, that's yeah. the most horrible thing I've ever heard. What a yeah. fucked up movie this but, is. And also, I mean, he does it to himself. Some of it. Right? Yeah, because certainly. he's going to that party. He brings his sister. He wants to go smoke weed with a hot girl. Do your thing. Eat some cake. Oh, it's... I mean, fuck, though. Like, come on. Are, are people not allowed to do that? Are people not allowed to... No, no. I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying that, okay, if you're going to go to a party with your, your sister who is special mm-hmm. maybe know that yeah he, sh- he shouldn't have left her unattended with all these strangers that was right. fucked but right. does he he doesn't certainly doesn't deserve everything that happened to him because he made that mistake no definitely not mm-hmm. no i mean i think any any of us that fucking around that age probably made some dumb mistakes and did made stupid choices we don't fucking sure. deserve to have that shit happen mm-hmm. yeah no yeah. I, I agree so getting to that would we recommend this to our mothers I watched this with my mom. It's, it's, we're we're filming this one kind of late tonight, guys, so oh, I will yeah, not be yeah, able to call my mother. <laughs> but I I watched this. Yeah, it was like my birthday present. That's when I watched it. Actually, was around my birthday last year. So it's oh, been almost shit. a year. Oh, wow. oh damn! Yeah, yeah. Hmm. You got a good um, recollection going then. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe so. we're just helping you along. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know. It, this movie obviously fucked with me. I, I, even the first time I saw it, I remember most of it. Anyways, well, again, a movie like this stays with you. It's hard to forget, yeah. right? You think about it for days after it's over. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. if there's a movie you watch and you're like, oh, okay, cool, whatever, you're not going to think about it. You're not going to remember certain things. Yeah. This sears mm-hmm. into your memory. Mm-hmm. Certainly, yeah. I saw the new Conjuring in theaters and I, I forgot even... about it on the ride home, probably. Dude, I've seen all the Conjuring movies. I've seen all the Annabelle movies. I've seen all the, what's the other ones? The um, It's with the, even, the same fucking guy makes them. I don't exactly. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't remember those movies other than there's a part where somebody claps. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which it is ultimately familiar. just a jump scare. Right. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. The where scariest part of The Conjuring, which again, you know, they're okay movies. Like I'm, I, the only reason I'm shitting on them is because we're comparing them to like literally a masterpiece. You know, like <laughs> you're yeah. right. Yeah. Like they're 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 decent enough popcorn horror flicks. Popcorn. Popcorn. Oh. But yeah, that's anyways. Would would you recommend this to your mother? N- no. Un- unfortunately, my mom's not really into to movies like this. My mom likes horror, but I don't I think my whole family watched it and was just they weren't into it. No. None, none of them were into it like I was. Yeah, they no. They all kind of like, just got up and left at the end. But then again, that's kind of what you do with a movie like this. I I guess so. Yeah. Now you're a mom, I would. I don't know if my my parents would get no, I think they'd watch it. My mom would fall asleep mm-hmm. and then wake up and go, what happened? What the <laughs> fuck is going on with this lady sawing her head off? Um, I feel like my dad would like it. Do you Any- think it's too slow for your mom? <laughs> so here's, here's, the- here's what we need to say after this sequence is over. I have, a, I have a new segment for us today. Hold on. Yeah. This movie's slow, but it keeps you engaged. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. Right? So it's not going to distract you from watching it or, or deter you from going... I'll get to it already, right? Because you want to know what's going on, mm-hmm. right? What do you got, George? No, no, no. I have a whole segment. I want yeah, you to let's finish your thought. I just did. Oh, okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Would we recommend this to Brent? Ooh. <laughs> Whoever's not here, we should, okay. we should, we should do that. All right. I like when that happens. To this. So Brent does not like horror movies, but I don't think... Let's talk about what his opinion may be. Well, what I'm saying is... He's looking at horror movies as how everybody would look at this movie going into it as a jump scare horror movie. Maybe he would like it then. 
or would he would this fuck him up even worse? I want we have to watch it with him. We should do an episode. I will watch along with Brent of Hereditary. Uh, yeah, I'd do it. I think this would fuck him up worse than just like watching like mm-hmm. Conjuring or whatever. Anyways, the other movies were Insidious. Oh yeah, they were okay, I guess. Right, mm-hmm. but nothing memorable like this. You know what I mean? I, like, I think I watched those a couple it. times. You know, and I was, those are they're entertaining enough. Sure. Again, like this is a different kind of movie. Yeah. I don't even know if you can call. I don't even know if you can lump this in with stuff like that. No, you can't. You know. No. Um. So, like yeah. I said, it's very unfortunate that it didn't win any award. Correct. Correct. And especially her acting too. Correct. Yeah. Like I am your mother. Right. Like that whole crazy. scene, you're like, oh my god. Like even her acting in Knives Out, she was fucking annoying, but she was great. She's a great actress. Yeah. She's truly, she truly is. great. Tony Collette, that's her name. Mm-hmm. She's so good. Speaking of, ah, god damn it. The fun facts of the fucking week. Even got the dog. Oh, Oh, don't scare Gunner. He's too sweet. Tony Collette had told her agent that she didn't want to do any more heavy, dark films and only wanted to do comedies. But she loved the hereditary script so much she couldn't turn it down. Yeah, she. It was her in uh, Sixth Sense, right? Yes. Hey, I've never seen that movie. You've never seen the Sixth Fucking Sense. Do you know the twist? No. <gasps> Tiffany! <laughs> well, we got two watch-along movies now. Oh, shit! For spooky season. Seriously, Can Tiffany? I see? Yeah, I've never Very seen Very good it. movie. So we've Very talked about good. this on the podcast. Kind of like this, actually. Yeah, M. Night Shyamalan's whole career is based on that movie because it has the biggest twist of all time. Oh, I, I, think, I think I remember what the twist was, but... What do you on. think? What do you think it is? It wasn't aliens or anything. No, no, no. That's okay. signs. Oh, shit. But, okay. okay. Hold on, real well, quick. Wait, I like I would put, signs. I would put I? this in a similar genre to The Sixth Sense, maybe. Not a lot of jump scares. There's one jump scare. Guess who's in it? Marissa from The O.C. is in The Sixth Sense. Really? She's the chick throwing up. That's the jump scare, right? When they cut yeah, to her. That's, exactly. That's, that's it. That's not even that bad. That's it, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, anyways, what I was going to say. a very scary, dread-building movie. I is it scary? It's not scary. It's just it's, like it's, it's, it's eerie. It's eerie. I would, put it, I would put it right there with this. The people being hung in the in the um, no, the school nothing, or whatever. No, that's coming scary. To get you or anything though. Right. It's just disturbing. Just yeah. disturbing imagery, just like this. So signs. It's just, this did it a hundred times better. Sure. Did you like signs? I love signs. Do you think it's demons or do you think it's aliens? I think it's aliens. I, I get I get all the. The Christian uh, undertones and everything, the whole movie, I think it's aliens. I think it's a story about, I think the story is really about Bell Gibson, like, losing and regaining his faith, dealing with the grief of his wife dying and all that. I think that's what it's really about, and the aliens are just a vehicle for that. Sure. But I certainly think it's aliens. I think it's however you want to take it. Sure. It doesn't really matter that much. Exactly. It's not really about them. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I will say this. The only jump that gets me... In like that era of movies, it's behind. Exactly, I know. Me too, Dude, man. Chris, the or same fucking walking. This gives me the, yeah. the head cut off. Fucking uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, River Phoenix's brother. What the fuck is his name? Joaquin. Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Just going. Oh, dude, that gets you me. Feel it. That gets me. Spine, yeah. In 
watching it now, it's still like I still I still feel it, Me but too. it doesn't look that good. I, you know what? Maybe those are right up there also with Hereditary, whatever genre that is. I guess it's just good horror, mm-hmm. I, but it's not even horror. Like, is it a thriller? It's not no. a thriller. It's like there's, a there's, uh, there's not really any jump scares really getting to you. It's just fucked up. It's just good, disturbing, fucked up movies, man. Like, and and you know what? It has the same pacing. Right yeah. where it, oh, it's, it's like it's anything even happening. Half the movie, you're like, is that's science what it is? You're dread, right? You're waiting. You're trying to like, oh my god, something's got to happen. Something's got to happen. So you're building it on yourself, and then when that happens, especially in that movie, oh my god, like I'm gonna make, I'm gonna start making a list of true horror movies. Sure, yeah. like Signs is not a scary movie. That part is not scary, but watching true horror, oh, I like it. Drop. Watching that part makes you anxious. That's what it is. Those movies build until what you're watching. And again, in Hereditary, it builds until she's sawing her fucking neck off. Mm. And then you see that and you go, oh. But it's not like it's, it's not like, okay, usually when there's like a, like a jump scare. Yeah. Build, jump scare, pay off, it's over. Sure. You calm back down. Sure. Absolutely not the fucking case with these movies. Hereditary, no. you're just like, it just got a hundred times worse. You're yeah. more scared. Yeah. After the scary thing sure. happened, you're more scared. Mm-hmm. And it... So to me, hereditary is a, it builds and then it goes, what the fuck? And then continues to climb the what the fuck until it just ends. And then it ends and right. you're just like, wow. So yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bring it back to another movie. We already talked about malignant. It builds. Are you serious? And then the end of that movie. Don't tell me anymore because I'm going to watch it. The end of that movie goes completely bonkers to the point you're going, what the fuck am I watching? Stop, stop. This <laughs> is amazingly bad and great. Yeah. I have to watch it. You I will, have I'll, to. I'll probably you watch it tomorrow to. in the daylight. It's so, it's not scary. It's not scary. It's not scary. No. I'll probably, I, to be safe, I'm, I'm a little scared tonight anyway. So. I'm, <laughs> I'm hyping it. about all the scariest movies I've ever seen in my life. So. I'm hyping it up too much. Okay. It's not a good movie. Okay, thank you, no. for, thank you for the caveat. But it's entertaining, and the acting is bad on purpose. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's some lines <laughs> where you're just like, who the fuck would even say that? And then you go, oh, right, because it's a stupid fucking movie. Have you guys seen The Witch? So no, yeah, I, I keep d- seeing I d- that because it's like. You don't similar. like the witch. It's. I think I talked about this with you, or maybe it was I'll somebody watch it with else. You, Tiffany, I've only seen it once, and I really enjoyed it. It's the way they talk because oh, it's the old English type. You off. It just makes me go. Was I, that um, the one that we first started? Yeah, watching with the goat like, and everything. Oh, it was just so slow, and nothing and we was happening. Stopped it early, we, right? I know I finished yeah, it because wa- at the end they're all. No, 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 no. If she hasn't seen it, I would watch it with you. You get what I'm doing, right? Yeah, I know what you're doing. Of course, it, it to me it, it hit a lot of the Anna, same notes as Anna Taylor Johnson is in it, so it, that has yeah. to be the one that we were watching. It, no, no, it is. Okay, where it's like they're in the old time, whatever, yes. and there's yeah. goats and like yeah, there's yeah, a little yeah. brother and wow, that's from 2015. Yeah, oh yeah. Wow. Ari Aster requested that Alex Wolf and Millie Shapiro go out to eat in character a few times. And they would sit for up to three hours in silence while Millie would speak and Alex would try to get her to talk. Sorry, wouldn't speak. So her, the brother and the sister. Yeah, just trying to build that relationship right. with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they definitely needed to have some chemistry for a lot of the weight of a couple oh, of yeah. scenes to oh, matter. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Tony Collette has called Ari Aster the most prepared director she ever worked with. Wow. She praised him for practically having the full movie already shot and edited in his head Two years before they started filming. That's incredible. Mm. Yeah. This dude just had a vision. Yeah. How? 
Like, how there do you do that? There are some filmmakers who do that. Uh, I think Quentin Tarantino is, like, often said to, like, be that way. I can understand, like, if this is all you do. This is your life, right? You're, and you're an that's artist. all you're you worried about. Sure. But fuck, man. Yeah. Good. I mean. That's he, a truly impressive individual. Yeah. But follow, follow this career, you know? Mm-hmm. Midsummer maybe it wasn't an absolute banger, but I will watch every Ari Aster movie. I will, too. Yeah. I definitely will, but. I'm not gonna like the same. The same, yeah, but but I'll give it a chance. Same way, uh, you know, I watch every Quentin Tarantino movie. I don't like every single one of them. I'm I'm but up I will there watch with every um, single one. Paul Ver- Verhoeven for Ho- Verhoeven, uh, Robocop. Yep. Yeah. Um, even um, what's his face? He did to- Total Recall. It's the same guy, isn't it? Yeah, Starship yeah. Troopers also. Starship Troop. I love Starship Troopers. Yeah. A lot of people don't get that fucking movie. No, that movie is a uh, satire, and it, it is a masterclass in satire. Master. I agree. And people are just like, it's just a fucking war movie. Ooh, just, no, it's not. Blowing up aliens. No. <laughs> and it's even more relevant today. It's an anti-war movie. Yeah. Very much so. God, I love that movie. Yeah. Would you like to know more? <laughs> About what? Oh, he, he doesn't get it. Starship Troopers. I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh, God damn it. There's... They do the like the fake. Um, I don't love it as much as you do. Oh well, then sorry. <laughs> I get it. I, I they, I, they do. I they do know it's better than people give it credit for. But no, I, no, no. I'm so they do like fake uh, internet videos where like that. people are watching it and then they end it with, "Would you like to know more?" Paul Verhoeven does stuff like that. Exactly. I buy that for a dollar. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, at around one hour six minutes, to make the chalkboard write on itself, the special effects team put a magnet in the chalk and put a magnet on the other side of the chalkboard to make the chalk move. It was very difficult to get a small magnet inside the chalk and make it write smoothly. Very cool. Uh-huh. And it looks fake when you're watching it. It like, does. Because I, 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 I did these notes before we watched it, and I'm like, man, that doesn't, that looks CGI, but it's not. No. Practical effects? I, I love feel like this movie is all practical effects. We're going to get into that. Cool. But I love practical effects. I love practical effects I prefer too. them a million to one. I do as well. I think CGI should be used to enhance practical effects. Yeah. When it's either cost effective or, mm-hmm. you know, I- improbable or impossible. So that's it. You've seen the thing, right? Both. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. So have you seen the prequel yeah. to the thing? It's okay. It's okay. But what they did with that, they did practical effects and enhanced it with CGI. Yeah. And it I looks, love that. It looks I great. love that. Because because that was you know at this point the you know the original the thing um it doesn't look as it doesn't look that bad no it, it's the practical great. effects are pretty pretty good dude the but part where he's pushing if on just that had guy's a little bit of a fucking stomach and then it opens up and it just, yeah it's so good but imagine if they had you know some CGI back then oh too. yeah oh my god mm-hmm. it'd be so much better yeah. yeah Ari Aster liked Utah for the film because he thought its mountains are beautiful and breathtaking but also menacing and ominous. Mm, maybe oppressive even. Mm, oppressive. Yeah. I like it. I just stole it from Edgar Allan Poe. It is spooky season. <laughs> You're right. According to Alex Wolf, the original cut of the film could have easily pushed over three hours. The cut footage mostly consists of more family dialogue. Oh my God, leave it in. Where is the director's cut? <laughs> it's just too much. It's 25 minutes more of that fucking uh, scene at the, the dinner table. I would take it. That scene is so good. No, it... On, honestly... I believe every word she's saying. I am she's so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Him too. I mean, he's crying and he's yeah. desperately pleading. Yeah. 
Ugh. And, and again, it, some of it feels like relatable to like, I yeah. feel like family Every, drama has yeah. been there. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. been there with their family, you oh, know, yeah. just so desperate for somebody to hear you and right. listen. And they're on their side and you're on your side and nobody's listening to each other. Ugh. Yep. It, it's so good. And then it just turns into a fucking horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Really. Just the scariest shit you've ever seen in your so, life. So Ari Aster wanted any effect that could be done practically to be done that way instead of using post production. I love that. Me too. If you're going horror, and you're going obviously not crazy out there, do it practically because it just holds up. You know what I mean? And especially with slasher movies or anything would do with gore, just fucking do practical effects. Make a head blow up. You know what I mean? Just cast a head and put some fake gloop in there and just... Maybe enhance it a little in post if you've got to to make it a little more realistic. Maybe make the eyes move or whatever you got to do. Right. I'm just being silly here, but yeah. No, you're right. Aster wanted to go for scares that were emotionally justified rather than solely leaning on traditional horror jump scares. He 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 invented a genre almost with this, yes. I don't know if he invented the genre. I think he just made it his own. I mean, like I said, I guess I guess I like I don't know what I was saying there because I think the six, <laughs> the sixth sense I, I don't, is, is about the same kind of thing to me. Yeah, exactly. You just, know what I mean? Yeah, or yeah. there's some movies in the eighties that even did stuff like this too. Not as good. But they were still doing it. You know? Oh, man. So. Listeners, recommend good horror like this. Like, I will oh, say, yeah, I sure. promise yeah. I will watch it, whatever. If you can recommend me a horror movie that's slow, dread building like this, really, really justify it, I'll watch it. We'll talk about it on the podcast. I think I prefer this over, like, the gory stuff, to be honest. Yeah. The gory stuff, the jump scares, I'm not into either of that mm. as much as no, I am I like to think. this. Oh, so I like to think, too. But I'm a mark for a gory, campy, bullshit B-movie. I mean, I, I love Terrifier. For That's example. what I'm saying. I right? do love that kind of dumb shit. Evil Dead. I love. Thank you. Hand I, is up. I do love that shit too, especially when it's done in practical effects. Yep. I love that cheesy shit too. I want to see heads explode. My kind of cheesy is Ash vs. Evil. That's what I'm saying. So you've <laughs> seen Ash vs. Evil Dead, the show. A couple right? episodes. I, I don't know why it hasn't caught. I don't. I just don't. So, okay. The first couple episodes are a little like. Mm, this I mean, could I don't be watch better. a lot of TV. Like, I don't watch a lot of like series because it, it requires such a commitment. You know, like I, I get what you say. Like a movie, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You're one, one and done. done. Yeah, one and done. Mm-hmm. But but a, a series is such a commitment. I watch one episode, and then I'm like, I'm not going to be interested in this in a week. So I got you. Never happens. You're you're a quick guy. Well, you like what we do in the shadows, right? Yeah, I do love that show. Yeah. <laughs> that show got me. You know, it's rare when a show gets me like that. That show got me. Yeah. I think this will get you too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll check it out. You should. That's what we say when we don't actually ever want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Maybe I'll check it out. So with this movie, Ari Aster wanted to make a film about suffering that took suffering seriously. Mm. And I think he succeeded. Yeah. I mean. Everybody in this movie is suffering from something. The yep. dad is mm-hmm. suffering because his whole fucking family's going nuts. Poor guy. Everybody's suffering. Yeah. Obviously, the son is suffering for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, he beheaded his own sister. Like, fucking done, son. <laughs> I saw a light movie. What? I, I No, there was a light movie, like, Shining, so I looked at George. Is it Paimon? Shut the fuck up. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> the, I'll fucking slap you. <laughs> I will come over there. The producer said that it worked out well that Gabriel Byrne and Alex Wolf had worked together, and Alex and Millie Shapiro knew each other from school because it made Tony Collect the outsider which mirrored Annie's character and feeling of alienation within her own family. Sure. So every actor worked together or knew each other besides Tony Collette, 
So it made it seem like, fuck. There was no chemistry. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's another movie that famously did this. Saving Private Ryan. All the actors had to go through an intense boot camp to get themselves in the whole World War II, get up, whatnot, feel out, everything, except for Mark... Not Mark Matt Wahlberg. Damon. Matt Damon. God damn it. Yeah, because because he was, the whole point was like they kind of fucking hated him. Exactly. Yeah. So you make it real and the actors feel like, man, fuck this guy. He didn't have to go through boot All camp. these people have to fucking die so we can save your ass? Exactly. Who the fuck are you? God yeah. damn. What a good movie, too. I, I can't watch movies like that. I, I've seen Saving Private Ryan once. I will never watch it again. So if we have it on the podcast, I, like, I'm going to skip the episode. I've I get you. It. I can't like war it's, movies. Yeah, I I'm not into I can't, those. I I like them, but I can't do them. I can't because it really happened. Yeah, war is war is the worst. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck fuck war. Like I can't do it. You know. Like. Yep. It's no. I agree. It's not that I don't acknowledge it. It's just that. It's just you know. So when I saw Saving Private Ryan, not a fighter. Yeah. So yeah. I saw Saving Private Ryan for the first time when I was like ten years old. Right. Whenever it came out, it was like ninety nine or something, and. I just moved here and we were uh, where my dad works. They had like a projector and everything set up. So we were able to watch it like on a big kind of screen. And it was storming out that night. And it was right on the water where this place was where we were watching it. And I watched it. I threw up that night. Like it. it it's traumatized. It's trauma. Yeah. Worse than this because that shit really happens. Dude. The knife in the heart and the guy's pleading. That That is the worst scene of cinema to me. It's so real. It's so. He's, okay. He's begging. Him. And then the uh, the medic dying. That, I don't remember the medic dying. He's like um, calling for his mom and stuff when he's I dying. I do remember now. Yeah, and he's, fuck that. They keep putting morphine in his leg, and he's just like, mama, mama. I was like, wow. I've never seen something so real on screen before. And, and, that, and again, I was 10 years old watching you, that. And when you think about What war, are you doing, parents? When you think Why about are you war, letting me watch this? That hap- <laughs> that's happening. Uh, uh, calling you out. You know, uh, uh, you think about like World War Two and World War One, like that, and every war, like that shit is happening constantly all yeah, over the battlefield it's still at any happening. given moment. Dude, yeah. right now, today, in this exact moment, that's happening somewhere. Like, yeah. I don't want to think about that. I yeah. don't want to be exposed to like a horror movie. It's not happening. It's not no, real. Yeah, it's exactly, fine. Right. You know, I don't care. Demons aren't coming to get me. Even Maybe. even when it's truly disturbing. Look over there. <laughs> <laughs> even when it's truly disturbing, sure, ultimately yeah. I can rest in the yeah. comfort that it's a movie. Exactly. Not with a war movie. It's no. like no, this especially something that's made ha- so real. When it's really well done, it's just too much for me. It's just too much. I agree with you. You know what I mean? Like I'm blissfully ignorant. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'll take it. That's that's a good way to look at things. Composing Colin Stenson found inspiration for the score through the sounds of water and animals while walking around in pitch black night. That. Is a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Look, bro, I'm going to go take a walk in this forest. Do you want a flashlight? What? No, I'm good. I'm going to come back with some inspiration. <laughs> right. Oh, no. Okay, I, I guess. See you tomorrow. I will say this. Most of the movie, things that are like you're hearing, it doesn't sound like music. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, dum, 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 dum. You know, and there's stuff happening where you would think a different type of music would be playing. And it's just literally beats of something. Yeah. And it just makes for such a dramatic, like, okay, something's going to happen. It's more the dread building Mm because it's eerie. Mm -hmm. It's disturbing. You're still like, what even is, what am I even hearing? Right. Right. Another movie that does that, It Follows. That that soundtrack or whatever. It's literally just. Sounds. Yeah. Yeah. And because what's happening? Somebody's fucking following you. God damn it. It Follows gets a little cheesy sometimes trying to like. 
Well, I think it was a Play bigger with the rules of the monster. Sure, sure. A little cheesy, but well, I felt like that movie was literally a uh, uh, don't have sex because you could get a STD. And that's I mean the it is like an STD monster that's, for sure. Yeah, that's what it it's, is. It's a little some of some parts of that movie are a little silly, but it had they some pretty good sh- scares. They should show that in sex ed in high school. Is right. basically <laughs> what they should do. Yeah. It's a great movie, but that's like, ever. I watched it once. I was like, wow, great. I watched it again. I was like, this is just, don't, you might get AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, as well as Hereditary holds up to multiple rewatchings, It Follows does not hold up that well. No. At, at all mm-hmm. to multiple rewatchings. The house that was constructed was constructed completely on sets on sound stages in Utah in order to follow Ari Aster's shot list. They needed to be able to remove walls and ceilings in order to shoot the rooms to look exactly like the miniatures. Hmm. So there's parts where, you know, it's over top and she's walking through the different rooms and shit. So well done. Yeah. Every part of this movie. So well done. So well thought out. Yeah. Amazing. Ari Aster has 10 screenplays written he hopes to direct over the course of his career. Oh, my God. That makes me so happy. So if he's got 10, he's already made two. Mm-hmm. He's making another one that's supposed to come out in 2022. Hmm. We're in for it. Can't fucking wait. Now, if it turns into the whole M. Night Shyamalan thing, where he's got to have the same style and whatnot. I don't think so. Who does, who's to know if he's going to get to 10? Right? I don't think but, so, because uh, Midsummer was already a huge departure from Hereditary. Yeah, for sure. But was it as big of a success? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, you know what I mean? I, I, so go from uh, Sixth Sense to Signs to what was he doing after that? The w- lady in the Water, uh, yeah, got, The Village, weird. The Happening, and then he had to kind of come back. He had a couple good ones, but you get stuck in that shtick, like we always say. And but he's already got these screenplays written, you're saying. I agree with you. Or is it like a Michael Scott situation where he's like, <laughs> I wrote the whole thing <laughs> in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was Scott's tots or what was it? Uh, you're talking about his, his book, Somehow I Manage. <laughs> no, no, no. Where he's like uh, the, the, the inner city kids that oh, he's like going to pay. Scott's tots. Call. We gonna, don't talk about Scott's tots. We don't talk about it. Yeah, talking about disturbing Dude, things. It's like, watching, a war, it's like a war movie. You I know what? Yeah, Scott's I was going to say, watching that episode is so cringy. It's, it's, I mean, Michael's always pretty cringy, but that is just. That's his highest cringe. He's really, like, he really hurts his kids. I'm going to say this. Unpopular opinion. I think he's the worst part of The Office. I think a lot of people agree with you, actually. I think Jim and Pam are. I don't. Jim I mean, and Pam, Jim and Pam for the, the first four seasons, are the best part of the, 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 the story, and that's why you're watching. Sure. After that, I think you're right. They kind of just kind of go in the background and do their thing. They kind of just get annoying to me. I agree, but w- what else can you do with those characters, right? Once you bring them together, what do you do? But that's, uh, they kind of bring, that's kind of why they start bringing like Angela and Dwight, who are supposed to be, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, honestly, seasons one through three of The Office are prime television, everything after that, until Robert California shows up. I don't, I don't really California. Care. I love Robert California. Have you seen the UK version of The Office? Yeah, it's one season. I think, yeah, it is one season. What do you think of that? Uh, it doesn't make me laugh as much. I just, I'm just not as given to that kind of humor. The pacing is different. I the, think it's not supposed to different. be. I don't think it's supposed to be funny. Yeah, well, Robert Brent, you know, the Michael Scott character, yeah. isn't uh, like as redeemable. They literally he's wrote Michael to be more redeemable. Right. You know, he's more aloof and yeah. funny than he is cruel. Exactly. I think that's the whole point of it. Is uh, Ricky Gervais's character is supposed to just be like the biggest asshole? Yeah. But he thinks he's cool. Yeah, he's like you know most bosses I've had. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Many of the cast and crew view this film as a family drama more than a horror movie. I could see that. 
just the drama sure. just happens to be yeah, based I mean, around a fucking coven demon. and demon. You're right, exactly. Ari Aster had originally wrote this film to be a straight-up family drama dealing with the grief and loss one experiences with the death of close family members. But Aster saw the potential of turning the film into a horror story and rewrote the script to what it is now. Had this remained a family drama, Midsummer would have been his first horror film like he initially intended it to be. Wow. Really glad he... Uh I wish he had spent more time on Midsummer and maybe maybe thought of it actually being about something else because it's really a relationship drama. It's by, a, I don't by find that it to be logic. a horror movie. No, it's no. a relationship drama. Yeah. yeah, and if he had a, he leaned into that more, I think it would have been a better movie. It's a good yeah. setup, but the payoff isn't worth it. That's the whole point of that movie to me that I don't like. I think the whole thing is ultimately she basically murders her boyfriend, but she doesn't. She kind of she she. She chooses him to be the one that goes. No, I got there. you. But what I'm saying is, she's not the one killing him. But, but also, she makes the point. Yeah, their I whole little you. tribe is like a big empathic tribe. Like what what you feel, I feel. What what I feel, you feel. Yeah, I got you. So I don't know. That movie has a lot to unpack too. Maybe no, you're we'll right. Do, maybe we'll do that someday. And getting to this, the final fun fact I have: the fact that Tony Collette did not land any Golden Globe or Academy Award Oscar nominations for her performance in this film was generally regarded regarded as one of the worst snubs of the year. No shit. Yeah. So everybody agreed. was mad. Yeah. Because uh, look she at that performance. Yeah. Kills it in mm-hmm. this movie. Literally you could just watch this movie to appreciate that performance. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like horror or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm going to tell Brent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell Brent watch it for the acting ability. Yeah. Ah. I agree. I mean. No I agree. I don't think he'll Oh he's not going to watch the movie. Appreciate Unless we that. tie him to this couch. And make him watch it. Well, I will make the same point if we ever have a war movie. I, I will. I don't think I will watch it. I don't think any you. one of us are going to pick a war movie. Good. Nah. I really don't. I got. I got some movies coming up that I'm really excited to review, but they are nothing close to war movies. You know where I'm going. Stupid B movies, baby. My, yeah, oh, I'm fine with that. Stupid movie, Dead Snow. That's the name, right? I fucking <laughs> love that I never movie. Saw that. It's like, and then there's a sequel. Some shit. There's a sequel called Is it Red? Versus dead or something, and there's like it's basically Nazi, Nazi zombies. Yeah, yeah, it's hilariously mm. bad. Didn't they actually make like a Nazi zombie movie not that long ago? What was it called? Nazi zombie. I don't know. There's a zombie strippers movie which is equally as bad and as funny. Yeah, and is worth a watch. I don't know about all this. <laughs> this no. this all sounds like not up my alley. It sounds too tongue in cheek. What kind of tongue in cheek do you want to watch? Terrifier. All right. <laughs> Terrifier is like. It's right up the alley. It, I love that movie. It's the same thing. I All right. It. Final decisions. Where are we at? I'm going to go to Tiffany first. My score out of 10. Out of 10. Oh. Out of 10. I would get. Oh, man. This is kind of hard. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I, I, you know what? I'm going to give it a 9.5. Look at this. Wow. Wow. All right. Good for you. All right. Yeah. I didn't think you liked this movie. I do. All right. George? I will also give it a 9.5. Oh. Twins. Yeah, this movie. I I almost gave it a 9, but after our conversation today and just realizing there's probably more for me to discover about it. Yeah. And and I know that multiple rewatches will never make me think less of the movie. Mm-hmm. They will only make me enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. And that, there are not many movies you can say that about. This movie is a testament to horror. I'm really glad I picked it this week. 
It is the best way to kick off spooky season. Agreed. Spooky season. So Ooh. I'm going to give this. <laughs> pretty good. That was a good try. Spooky. Oh, <laughs> spooky season. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, better. We so need a, we need a thunder crash. <laughs> I'm a little lower than you. Voice. But no, oh. my score. <laughs> Not his voice. My voice can get lower. Mm. Um, <laughs> I'm at an eight. But it's a high eight. I see it. I, I want to be higher, but. I really like this movie. The acting's great. Everything's great about it. It's it's slow on purpose, and I and I like it. Do you feel like it's too long? I feel like it's a little too long. So like, if multiple rewatchings, you're kind of just like, there's gonna be a let's lot. Go, of, there's a lot of let's go. Let's go. Right. Sure. You know, I'll be on my phone a couple times on on a more rewatches. Right. But yeah, it's still a great fucking movie, and I recommend it. Highly recommend watching this movie if you're looking for a psychological horror movie that going to fuck you up. And open mm-hmm. yourself up to the idea that it's not The Conjuring. This no, is a yeah, different right. kind of movie. You're you're engaging different parts of your brain. Like, yep. Right. For oh, sure. for sure. Yeah. 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 So, everybody's with that. Everybody's got family problems. Everybody's got family problems. Yeah, so everybody can relate to this movie. Yeah. I like it. But next week, this we're going to have a special guest on. We're going to have my man Wally from Hydrofex on. Wally. Oh. I haven't seen so, Wally in a while. Yeah. My main man, Wally, we're going to do some cool shit. We're going to talk about a movie that I'm really excited to talk about. And this is actually going to kind of kick off, going off you, spooky season as well. All right. What now. You what you got? Is it spooky? I already Not kicked off spooky really. season, so whatever. Yeah. Oh, so I'm this is. All for it. All for it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do Army of Darkness. Fuck yeah. <laughs> now, is that. This oh, is that's in the vein of spooky season. It's in the vein of it. I got it's you. It's got monsters. Yeah. It's got skeletons fucking running around and shit. <laughs> it's certainly in the vein of spooky season. That's oh, no, an old, sure. older movie, right? Yeah, so the it's one the one that my 90, mom actually 93, liked. I think. Oh, is it? Is it 90? I think it's 1993. Yeah, I'm pretty it, confident. It's really close it up, to that. It's, it's probably like... Oh, oh, I'm thinking of a different one. No, you're not. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm very sure. So this is the Evil Dead yeah. sequel where he goes into the past. This is the one that my mom was talking about. This is my boomstick. (laughs) Is that ringing a bell? Yeah. I don't think I've actually seen it. What? I've seen this movie. This was one of my favorite movies of all time when I was a child. I saw it a hundred times. It's so good. I don't need to watch it. I will. I'm I'm shocked she likes us. Your mom in a movie? Yeah, Yeah. you're right. Hell yeah. This is is a movie me and my dad watched a million times. (laughs) Fuck yeah. So maybe we'll do... Would your dad recommend, or would you recommend it to your dad? Yeah, Maybe we should just both time. my parents are in this. Maybe we should just change it to do you recommend it to your parents? Mm. Yeah, nah, it's funnier with your mom. I think, I think, I think, the, I think it's funny asking about your mom specifically for like, never explain why. Yeah, it's just exactly. Funny. Perfect. Yeah, I like it. Anyways, hey, thanks for listening to the decision reel. This was a special episode, kind of, just because three people that normally aren't talking. Movie and we're filming it at fucking midnight. Mid- midnight, yeah. And it's to kick off after, a spooky season. Spooky, and I'm like trapped it. in a glass case of emotion. Lots of Good. lots of reasons. This <laughs> is a special episode. Thanks I for like joining it. Us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Like I said, check us out on our socials, Instagram. Watch this movie, watch it. Watch, watch it. this movie. Watch we got Twitter. We got Facebook. We got whatever. Give us a, a shout. Say something. Maybe we'll do an episode on something. You guys. Yeah.